Hello and good afternoon, good morning, and in some places, good evening. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And folks, as you can see, we are, well, a lot short of guests today. I'm not sure what happened with Umber or Danny, but we definitely know that C-Money will be joining me. He is taking care of some family stuff. He should be here in about 15 minutes or so. So listen, I've done solo shows before. Don't worry, we'll get some folks in here. Uh, what you see on your screen, folks, is about an hour and 15 minutes of RoboCop. And my God, is this game an absolute love letter to anyone who enjoyed the films from the 80s. Uh, this is basically uh, picking up after RoboCop 1. Let's just forget RoboCop 2 and 3 didn't exist because those were terrible films. Uh, it is phenomenal. You'll see the gameplay. It is brutal. It is barbaric. Uh, the one thing that I will say that they got really, really right is how lumbering and how heavy uh, RoboCop uh, is to move around. You'll see it by the like when you when you are walking through the uh, through everything, you kind of feel like RoboCop. It is. It is unbelievable. As you can see, you can scan people. Um, there are multiple weapons. You can pick up enemies' weapons and use them. Um, it, like I said, you'll see some of the some of the kills. They're barbaric, uh, and it's what the movie was back in the days. Uh, I highly recommend it, folks. I'm only eh, two hours and change into it. I just cannot believe how many great games uh, have come out in 2023. But, you know, as as great as 2023 has become for us, the gamers and the consumers, uh, we're going to cover a super, super heavy topic to open up the show. And, of course, I don't want to dance around it uh, because, obviously, I need some people here to, to help me, you know, uh, move the conversation forward. But we got, we're going to be talking about some of these uh, industry-defining layoffs that have been uh, uh, plaguing the industry as a whole in the last uh, month or so. Uh, the latest of the layoffs comes the way of um, Bungie. And, uh, you know, obviously we're going to have what uh, the head of the studio, Mr. Parsons, had to say. Uh, I do want to say a big thank you to... Uh, Pong Soul, who I'm in several DMs with, and you know, he put out something that you know we were going back and forth with in the discussion on how, uh, you know, the um, the way that uh, Mr. Parsons addressed layoffs. Uh, it, it, I know that it, his heart was in the right place, but in the context of things, did not come off that well. Um, but listen, we're also going to be talking about several topics, uh, Quantum Era is probably what I'll open with because like I said I do want to get some other I want to get some feedback from the panel members regarding uh the layoffs and and and, and I, I do want to I do want to stress and and I'm I'm kind of glad I'm here by myself cuz I will reiterate this uh when we go uh when we get more people into the into the panel I don't want this conversation to be uh pointed as console war rhetoric uh, people are losing their jobs. And one of the things that I pride myself for Double Barrel Gaming, something that Mrs. Boomstick and I pride ourselves on having this channel, is never forgetting the human element that goes along with the industry. And uh, yes, 
PlayStation has laid off a lot of people. A lot of their studios have done firings, have done layoffs. We saw what happened with Miss Connie Booth. We saw what happened with Jim Ryan, though that's not surprising because he is the leader or was the leader of PlayStation and made some pretty egregious things that he's done in his tenure outside of, you know, obviously selling 45 million plus consoles. Um, I don't think that is going to be his legacy. I think his legacy is going to be that he flew around the world uh, to try and rat out on play on Microsoft to get the deal blocked instead of actually making a deal. And in turn of doing so, he exposed Sony and their dirty dealings to not, not only everybody in the industry, but of course, regulators, around the world uh but obviously there are a lot of layoffs uh and it's you know i, I do want to give another shout out to paris lily uh, obviously you know him from of course gamer tag radio but you also know him as being a part of kind of funny games with their x cast and he said something very interesting and folks i don't have it in front of me but i'm gonna paraphrase about uh his uh him looking at 2023 as a whole, and 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 I agree with him a thousand percent. Where ultimately, uh, it's an amazing year for gamers. Like I said in the opening, it's amazing for consumers. Uh, we have been we have spoils of games on every platform you could possibly know. I think that this year easily trumps 2007, which is a legendary year in itself. But ultimately, I think that it is going to be uh, it's going to have an asterisk next to it it's going to be marred by the amount of layoffs folks uh so many people have lost their jobs and uh, i again i i i have to stress this and i know people you know they clown on me they they make fun of me because i talk about the price of eggs or gas or rent or whatever but that's that's kind of like a real world conversation that i enjoy having here because at the end of the day folks there are some people working some people working multiple jobs and finding it hard to put food on the table, to pay the rent, the mortgage, to send their kids to school. So just imagine for a second that if you're one of these developers, whether it be for Bungie, whether it be for Naughty Dog, whether it be for 343, they had a bunch of layoffs about a couple of months ago. It doesn't matter. Just imagine that you're one of these individuals who are living paycheck to paycheck. Maybe you live in California, and obviously in San Francisco and California, as we know, multiple people live with each other to be able to afford to live, right? Like that is incredibly important, and, it, and, and it's, it's the human element that I don't want to forget about. And I'm sorry if it's we're opening up with you know the show on a drag, and obviously we're, we're short quite a few people. Normally that's not the case. But this is how life is sometimes, and we're going to deal with it. We're going to put on our big boy pants. We're going to zip her up, and we're going to we're going to talk about it. And hopefully, you enjoy the conversation enough that uh, you because uh, I had several DMs with people literally asking me, "Boom, are you going to talk about this? This is something I'd love for you to talk about." Well, here we are. And I do read the DMs, and I do try to you know respond to everyone I can. Obviously, I'm only one person, but it's uh, we're going to have that conversation. But I'm going to go to Twitter real quick and look to see if there's anybody that might be able to jump in um at, at the last minute um but you know 
you know, while while I'm trying to do this, you know, real time, folks in the chat, you know, uh, obviously you guys are having a fantastic conversation with one another. Uh, what what are you guys playing? Uh, because I know that I am playing Alan Wake Two. Uh, Alan Wake Two is incredible, folks. Oh my God, dude, it is it is so good. It is probably Remedy's best game to date. Uh, I always thought that Quantum Break was like the pinnacle uh, as much as i enjoyed control and i really did enjoy control uh i think that Qu- uh, quantum break is egregiously overlooked uh as, as a matter of fact i saw uh jamie moran who is someone that you need to follow and please subscribe to that dude's channel phenomenal content creator he was talking about it the other day and he had put some footage that he was he recorded up on the socials and my god like that game still looks astoundingly good um, but yeah, qu- uh, uh, let me say Quantum Break. Uh, Alan Wake Two, man, it, it, it's it's almost unfair, ladies and gentlemen. How many uh, you know uh, good games there are? I would even dare say great games. Like I, I already have like a a pretty stout idea of of what um, I'm gonna have for a top ten. But I want to be honest with you, it is. I like to throw indies in there. I like to throw smaller titles in there. I, I just, man, oh man, it's it's gonna be super super hard. Uh, Z Black Writer in the chat says Quantum Break needed a sequel. You know what's interesting? I don't know which story I believe Z Black Writer, um, because there is some talk that Microsoft actually said no to a sequel for Quantum Break. Now, I don't know if that's a factoid. I don't know if that was, you know, the 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 you know, the, the administration that they had. That certainly I don't know if if Phil Spencer was responsible for saying no. I again at the time he wasn't the head of Xbox. I mean, you know, the head of, of of you know, the whole kit and caboodle. So I'm not sure who is quote unquote responsible uh for that. But at the end of the day uh, it almost seems crazy. Oh, listen, Mav is here. Wow, what a, what a, what a nice surprise. Mav, what's going on, brother? What a nice surprise that you jumped in. You happen to be in the DM. <laughs> you heard my cries for help. So I saw you were here alone, man. I was like, where is everybody? And I just happened to be here uh, available. So well, you know you what? Why what? not crash your show and I, uh, have some discussion? I know, I know how you hate doing the solo stuff, boom. Well, there's two things, folks. Uh, I'm going to say this. Uh, as a personal friend, and I consider Mav to be like an extended piece of my family, uh, and I really want to meet in person. Maybe I'll maybe I fly down there you know, for a weekend to, check, you know, to meet you and the missus, because uh, never, we've never been to Texas, so that would be kind of cool. Uh, there is sure. something to be said about doing these things, uh, these one-man shows. Mav seems to be a professional, because anytime he does it, and I'm not saying it because he's on the show today. I've told him this in private. I'm mesmerized by how he controls the microphone. He controls the chat. And I'm always, always listening to almost every one of the ones. I mean, obviously, when he does the panel ones with everybody with 3-Bid and Pong, you know, you always listen to that. But your one-on-ones are are are, are fantastic. You have an incredible knack for it. And, and the, the, the tenacity that you own is just not to be believed but you know what mag um mav i i want to i want to kind of open up the show with the seriousness of what's going on in the industry uh we are 
Uh, we are in a position, I've said this before, we are very spoiled as gamers uh, because we have so many amazing games. Like you see Robocop is on the screen here. I unfortunately let three hostages die because I wasn't quick enough, which I suck. <laughs> but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finally save the hostages, at least the ones that, are, that, you, that you have to breach the room. This is an astounding game, along with so many others. But I, I want to talk about, uh, Mav, what's going on specifically with Bungie, what happened yesterday. Obviously, you're in the same DM that I am with Pong. Pong uh, said some things that I absolutely agree with. I won't speak for Pong. I will speak for myself. I thought that uh, Mr. Parsons, I call him Mr. Parsons because I'm a proper gentleman. I don't know him by his first name. Uh you know, put out a tweet that I thought uh, did not hit the way he anticipated, and that was, you know, saying goodbye to our friends here at Bungie. I, yeah. I thought it was out of context. I think that he meant it in a good way. I don't think that he was being a D-bag. I don't know him, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that it wasn't meant in a way that was disrespectful, but I think it was bad timing. Uh, we're going to talk about the layoffs, Mav. I, I, you know, I, 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 you, you know me for years. Uh, I enjoy and I, I really pride myself in talking about the human element of gaming, something that goes unnoticed and overlooked in a lot of the conversations that we're having. But I'm interested to get your take on it. Um, what is going in one of the biggest years for gaming, as for games? We are also seeing one of the biggest years for the most layoffs. And I don't know why this is happening. I don't know uh, how this is happening. I don't know if this is, you know, post-COVID that they hired so much to keep up with demand while we were all sheltering in place. And finally, they're just not making the, the money that they, they, they need to keep these people employed. Um, let's talk about it. Yeah, I, it's very interesting. And first off, thanks for the nice comments, Boom. Uh, doubly think all those things about you. Just Thank you, sir. Act, Appreciate but, it very uh, much. Um, as far as all these layoffs, I mean, it's unfortunately, it's, it seems like it's kind of a cruel reality of the uh, world we live in right now. But it, it's not across the entire industry, which is something that I've seen a lot of people say, because there's a lot of studios that have hit their stride that are up and there's uh, some that are still hiring. Now, there's less hiring across the entire industry than than uh, last year. But uh, I even saw like Zenimax online put out a post saying, hey, we have positions open, right, for any of the uh, Bungie employees laid off. You know, we're looking for talent. So there's definitely not a cross the board industry thing, but I think certain studios it's hitting worse than others. And uh, you look at potential um, projections, I feel like. And a lot of times these things are based on not just how much money we made this year, or how much money we made last year, but how much money we're projecting to make in the near future. And it seems like some of these companies out there are tightening their belts and are, are kind of looking at the uh, future of what's what's in store, right? Um, and one of those, namely, has been PlayStation because it's not just Bungie. It's, it's been other studios. There's been Media Molecule. There's the Virtual Arts team. There's Connie yeah. Booth was fired and potentially some of her team was laid off. You had Naughty Dog layoffs as well. Jim Ryan leaving all of these within a matter of weeks from each other with a, within a matter of weeks. Usually if you have like a big layoff, it's like, Hey, one big announcement, we're trimming the fat at some of our studios. And then it's kind of all at once, but this has been like different thing week after week after week. So it's been really interesting to see from PlayStation side where they're kind of looking like they 
are looking at their projections for the next couple of years and thinking, hey, we're not going to be able to foot the bill for all of this with the amount of money that we're spending. So we need to trim some fat. And that comes down yeah. to uh, shareholders. That comes down to, um, you know, executives trying to please the shareholders on projections and all these kind of things. And that's the crappy thing, right? Um, Pete Parsons, you know, Bungie's had some issues in the past, too. And if they were not in position to release um, the expansion this year, they were not in position to actually release Marathon next year. You're looking at the projections from Bungie. It's like, oh, crap. Here we go. Now, it, he's an exec. He's the executive there. He's like the head honcho. So you lay off people and then say, hey, look, I, I feel horrible that all these people were laid off. Uh, hopefully somebody else hires them. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit of uh, falling on some deaf ears when you put a post out like that after you're the executioner, as Pong had put it, like in our DMs. And I completely agree with that. So I'm going to read it. Um, I want to read verbatim. Uh, let me just find it because it's 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 pretty it's. You know, it's it's pretty interesting. Uh, let me find it here. Okay, so again, total credit to Pong Soul, who is a proper gentleman. Uh, obviously, yeah. you, obviously, you work with him on, on almost on a pretty much on an everyday basis, but specifically, you guys do a fantastic show known as PM in the PM, right? That's on Thursdays, uh, and you guys doing a great a, a great job of you know going off of each other, right? And he mm-hmm. put in the DM that this was pretty. He said, read the room. Yeah. And again, I, I, private conversation, I'm not going to read anything else into it, but I want to say that from me as well. I think Pete did not read the room. So this is this is what Pete Parsons, now, now for context, who is Pete Parsons? Who is this man? Well, he is the CEO of Bungie. Obviously, he was responsible for uh, these decisions. And this is where the out of context uh, conversation, I'm actually surprised it's still up. Because it has almost 2 million views, a lot of very, very upset, negative context uh, from the community, and rightfully so. Uh, I haven't played a Bungie game in quite a bit. Uh, I used to be a a diehard Destiny 1 and 2 fan. I fell off. It's fine, right? Folks, this is what he had to say. And I know some people are going to be here. Uh, Obviously, uh, uh, Ham Solo is joining us, hopefully, in a second, as well as... uh, Asante. So I I don't have the screen in front of me because I have Pete Parsons comment. I'll get to these. I get to bring them in in a second. So this is Pete Parsons, CEO of Bungie, folks. This is what he put out yesterday after the news broke that there was massive layoffs at Bungie and that two of their projects are getting delayed uh, into well at least one of them. So one of Sony's big games for next year uh, is being delayed to 2025. He says this, folks. Today is a sad day. At Bungie, as we say goodbye to colleagues who we've we've all made a significant impact on our studio. What these exceptional individuals have contributed to our games and Bungie's culture has been enormous and will continue to be a part of Bungie long into the future. Um, Okay, so this is where the out-of-context situation happens, Mav. Uh, I don't even know where to start with this because... They're saying that these people that have been laid off are important, an important part of Bungie, and that they have been an enormous, you know, contributor to the studio, and they're going to be, and what they have contributed will be a part of Bungie for a long time, but they won't, will they? Nope. Uh, not not at all. I mean, <laughs> these guys are, these guys are gone. You know, like they're. It, 
I don't know how deep the layoffs went, boom, you know, but it, there's at least what I heard was at least one engineer, right, that they know of. And then you have um, some of the community management, like uh, Paul Tassi actually released a video on this because he was he was scolding of Bungie, you know, like he, he was kind of saying, like, what's going what's going on with this? Like as a live service game, you're firing your community team. You're laying off your community team. Yep. Like that. That's kind of strange. Now, now Pete's putting this message out there right after the layoffs that had been leaked. Right. He it wasn't him that put the original statement out. It came out from, um, I think Tom Warren had the information. Maybe like uh, Jason Schreier, Tom, yep. Hayden, all, all the usual insiders. And then it kind of put some pressure on them to put this out. But like, what's weird is like none of the layoffs recently have been kind of officially announced from playstation it's not like this good old you know statement about hey you know from a company perspective it, uh, unfortunately we had to lay off some employees we wish them well or any of this kind of stuff the same same thing with connie booth and all of that there still hasn't been an official statement on that except after they had to answer questions and, and responded to an article that she's officially not there anymore um and then you have the naughty dog stuff kind of came out you had these other things kind of come out there's not like this you know goodbye letter or any of these other kind of usual things you're seeing it's kind of like just behind the scenes it's like they're trying to keep things quiet about what's going on there uh and then it seems like pete was kind of like oh shoot this got out it's a horrible look for us right now so right. i'm gonna put out a statement right uh after you just laid them off he's gonna put out a statement saying Oh, I'm sorry we had to lay all these people off. Hopefully they can find jobs because they're super talented and they're super important to us. If they were that important to you, then they should still be there. Did Pete take a pay cut? Somebody Did the other executives out there? So, like, some, I saw yeah, so I saw somebody actually ask that question and obviously he was uh he inclined not to answer, but that's pretty interesting. Like yeah. you are like a leader uh and it's instead of because he's the ceo so he's making bank he's making millions of dollars per year is the right thing to do to take a pay cut the answer is yeah probably uh, yeah, uh i mean and, and from sony like in in general like i don't know where this is coming from it almost seems like and i don't know exactly what happened that like this could be Bungie uh, and their own dollars and cents not meeting their own projections and deadlines and they're looking at things and they don't have as enough money coming in with less people playing Destiny than ever before and all these other things and they're kind of like oh well we got to do something so we're going to lay off these people that don't actually necessarily work on the game and then maybe there's a few others as well but you know you come out there now and you're saying like hey they're ta super talented like it's kind of strange when they have so much in the pipeline Yep. Like usually you see layoffs and stuff from studios like after they release a project and it's not very successful or like or if they have, you know, a um a, a, a horrible things going on in the back end and like they just can't get stuff together and the, these games keep getting delayed and delayed and they're not able to put something out. And, you know, sometimes you'll see some like turnover and stuff like that, you know, but like they have multiple games in the works and plus they also have another season for destiny coming out and they also have uh ongoing up content support that they have to be doing for this game uh so it's really strange for bungie's perspective and the other thing is they were acquired to help and part of it was to help retain the staff yep 
Like part of, they were actually given yep. more money to help retain the staff there. And then this isn't the first time they've had layoffs. There's actually a law ongoing lawsuit right now at Bungie regarding people that were laid off that were unhappy with their severance package because of that money that they got to retain the employees. So this is multiple things. Why so I, I can't necessarily put this all on PlayStation from the Bungie side, just because it seems like there's been some disarray there already. And but it does also coincide with the all the other PlayStation stuff. So there's some weird stuff going on. Uh, the rest of the industry. Yeah, there's a lot of um, studios that are down. There's some studios that are up. I think part of it has just been so many damn good games from the big studios that a lot of these other smaller studios and smaller publishers have kind of like seen less people playing some of their games because yep. there's been so many other games to play. Um, and you're seeing some ripple effects there, but you know, Bandai Namco's still been up, Capcom's still been up. Um, again, the companies that are releasing good games frequently are fine, right? It's it's all these other companies either have smaller projects or they uh have been meeting delays and all this. I, I feel like 2024 is like I think PlayStation's tightening the straps because they're looking at their pipeline, and maybe Bungie feels that. The only way I could say maybe Pete Parsons would be in the right mind for making a statement like that is if it wasn't his decision. Maybe ah, he got maybe maybe there was a new budget that was put onto them based on all the strap strapping of the belts and tightening of that. That's like, oh, shoot, we don't have as much money that we thought we had to work with here. So we got to make some cuts. I, I don't know. It's math. Excuse but, like, me, my brother. I just welcome read something. Ham Solo and welcome C Money, gentlemen. Thank you. What's so up, much. What's up guys? What's up? What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for the welcome. Thank you for uh, the invite to the show. No, thank I'm you for, for for seeing the. I I, I was cool. SOSing, so thank you. I seen the beacon, brother. I seen the SOS, so I had to I had to dive on in. But um, what I've seen, on top of what I've noticed, I'm going to explain that just just briefly, real quick. Sure. So what I've just seen just a moment ago was Tom Warren uh, posted a little over four hours ago that the Destiny 2 community uh, used to blame Activision for any game or company issue. Now some are attempting to blame Sony. Maybe it's Bungie leadership at uh, th that has led to the company uh, to where it is today. And keep this in mind. Bungie complained when they were under Microsoft. Bungie complained when they're under Activision. Now Bungie's complaining under Sony. Yeah, It seems to be like a tradition for them to get under somebody's wing and then use them as the reason to point towards a problem that they're having within their own infrastructure. It's kind of frustrating. It's kind of annoying. And it's like, yo, why can't you guys seem to ever have your ducks in a row? You always are seeming to like, oh, we have this awesome thing that we're working on. But, you know, these new people that we teamed up with are kind of in the way. They're always yeah. doing that. Whether it's yep. Halo, Destiny, now it's somebody else's game that they got under the, underneath. And then they're saying, no, it's your, it's your fault. I just, I, you know, I just came to help and now you're blaming me. And I'm just like, man, I don't know how many times you can cry wolf before people are just like, yo, I ain't hearing it no more. You know, I think what Ham Solo just did is basically crack the case in literally three minutes. Um, 
the points you made, sir, are phenomenal. They are finite. They are pointed. Uh, it does make you wonder. I, I mean, I think it's it's. I think we can all walk away from just the three minutes that Ham Solo was here. That yeah, it's a bungee problem because he he spelled it out for you folks. First of all, let's welcome in Kaysante. Let's welcome in Yo. Daniel McGee. This is great. I went from a one-man oh, show to I having know. six people. This you is loaded. amazing. This is great. I love this kind of stuff. How we do? Um, this is this is this is podcasting at its finest, folks. Uh, look, you you said they had a problem with with management uh, under Xbox. Then they broke away to do their own thing. They got bought for five hundred million dollars. Uh, from uh, by Activision, and they were at Activision. Now, Activision, listen, we know we know the history. We know Bobby K. We know that you know again, but they had problems with them. Uh, they broke away. They bought themselves out of this contract, and they were kind of like a free spirit for a bit, self-publishing. And then, out of nowhere, because Sony at the time was the leadership was like, okay, we got to get gas games, and no one better than Bungie, X Xbox, X uh, Activision. We'll pick them up $3.7 billion after it was all said and done. And now they're having a problem with PlayStation. I hate to say this, but I think the problem is, is Bungie. And ultimately, the leadership there is just not doing what they need to do. And obviously, you know, uh, the evidence has been presented, folks. I don't know how they come, they come back from this. Even the, the highest price attorney can't say Bungie from themselves because, well, just look at the patterns. That's how we solve crimes as a cop. You 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 know you follow patterns. Well, I, I think it's very easy to follow that uh, Pete Parsons and the leadership team at Bungie may be the problem. Boom. And ultimately, yes, sir. I just want to say it just reminds me of like I, I don't know if you ever seen the movie Friday, but it reminds of me of hasn't. like <laughs> it reminds me of a person that gets hired onto a job to find a puddle on the floor so they can slip and say ah. My neck, my back, my neck and my back. Like, this is like, <laughs> wait a second. You did this at your last job. You had a problem as soon as you walked in the door somewhere else. And now you got a problem here. You, I mean, it's it's just like a, a, a habitual problem with them yeah. listening to other people tell them, hey, we need you to do this. And then they're just like a, 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 a angry kid that just cannot. I mean, deal well, with the thing. This is the thing, yo. Like, like it, it is like so. All right, Bungie is kind of showing this pattern, right? But us, like we being a part of it, kind of know the situation, right? So, Bungie wanted out of Microsoft because they didn't want to stay doing Halo forever, right? right. So that's why they got themselves out of there. Right. Um, Activision, they left because we clearly saw Activision change what Bungie wanted to do. Bungie didn't want to make a part two. Bungie wanted to make Destiny a platform that lasted, you know, and they just kept evolving it. And Activision did what Activision did at that time, which is, hey, we need a part two. We need this to be a big, you know, big boost. People need to buy it. Right. So that's what caused them to break away. What when they come on the scene, right? and immediately have to fire people that makes it more in my mind about the fact that bungie's not making the money they were making before on destiny right mm -hmm. it's not bringing them as much they have a huge overhead with so yep. many people that they have to pay they went to sony sony says we're going to give you 1.3 billion dollars to keep people at the company but guess what sony's fucking broke 
They don't have the $1.3 billion, so they're giving them in pieces. They're making monthly payments, and they haven't even been able to start them yet. Are you saying so, they owe Finger Hut money? Is that what you're saying? Bro, they, they did a layaway, and they didn't even start paying. So Bungie's like, bro, you you get, you get told us $1.3 bill, and you're not even giving us the money. Like, how are we supposed to keep these people if you ain't got the money to give them? Right? You think like Bungie that, like, thought they would be a he- further ahead of schedule on their next game like than today? I, I mean, I, I for feel, them to like... lay completely out, that means that they were already teetering. So yeah. what what needed the what the reality came to be was that they were probably hoping that they can scale up with the money to go ahead and get this done and do you know the work faster. But what they came to realize is what we all are seeing is that Sony is not on the rise. They're on the downslide, right? So their dollars are being suppressed, not being, you know, engaged. They're firing people, letting people go because they can't afford to keep them. Okay. Yeah. And these games, they're scaling back games as a service because they cost a lot of money to invest in. And they know that they're going to be essentially throwing away 80% of that money because they're not going to have six or 10 or 12 bangers. They're going to get maybe one if they're lucky, hopefully two. So all the other money that they spent building and developing these other games are for not. And they know that. And that's why they got rid of the people who are saying, let's go ahead and do this. Let's go ahead and invest in games of service. Jim Ryan spending money he ain't got. Spending money he ain't got. And that's just the facts of what it is. The emotions or the thoughts about Bungie, what they did and how shitty Pete Parsons is. Listen, if if Pete Parsons had all the money in the world, he wouldn't need to get rid of anybody. Now, did he do a bad tweet? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. It didn't sound great, right, to, to the people who just got let go. But let's. Let's also not think that because he's the CEO, he's pulling the, the, the purse strings here. He's not. It's done, right? He's The, the right. company is sold. Sony's making decisions for Bungie now. Now, they have that agreement where they have the creative freedom to do what they want. But that was never talked about anything further than that. Just the creative freedom to put their games anywhere. That's all Bungie. That's all Sony committed to. The money that they committed to, they didn't even—they didn't even start paying for yet. It's so—it's—it's it's pretty interesting to see money that—that that, you never know. I mean, like honestly, where is that one point something billion dollars that was supposed to be used for retention, right? Keeping people employed, keeping people from leaving the studio after Sony bought them. Now, folks, I mean, let's—I mean, are, are, are we kidding? They just bought them. So where is that it one? Just happened, dude. It, it, it like, just happened. Just so where is? Where is that? You know what? Listen, before we bring in Daniel, uh, I want to bring in Kay Asante because he only has a few minutes. He jumped in kind of just to kind of bail me out a little bit. Kay Asante, before you get to your next meeting, brother, let's talk about this because, mm. like I said, you and I, we talk every day. We were talking about games. We were talking about RoboCop. I got up to the part. Talking about how amazing RoboCop is. About, about look, the, the look, dog. Your son, fire, your son fire. just died two hours ago. I gave ago. the guy summons. Oh. I gave the guy a ticket. <laughs> I gave the guy a summons for being an idiot. The, um, the robot just told this woman that her kid just died two hours ago, and then it says "Mission accomplished." It's the best game ever. Oh my god! It is god. so oh, good. Wow. It is, yeah, because she was looking That's for wild. her son, and I could, I knew what happened to the son because I found out, and the son got killed two hours ago. Yes. And I could have been like, "Okay, we'll come back in, you know, uh, twenty four hours," but I was like, "No, nope, sorry, ma'am, your son died two hours ago." And she's and like, the "Oh way my the god, I can't it believe is it!" Hilarious. It's the, oh my god, he's a robot, so he doesn't, he has no feelings. Uh, so it's. <laughs> Great. Yes. Uh, listen, yes. Kesante, uh mm-hmm. let, let, let's let's talk let's talk what's going on at Bungie. Let's yep. talk about what's going on in the industry. Uh, 
like I said, uh, you saw the tweet yesterday. If, if you didn't, anyone, I'll, I, I, I'm going to find it and read it verbatim. Uh, Paris Lilly put out a tweet. He said very simply, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me, that as great as this year has been for gaming, and it is quite frankly the greatest year in gaming history when it comes to IPs and titles, both new and old, uh, mm-hmm. as well as remakes, um, I think there's going to be an asterisk next to this because of the amount of um, disruption in, re- in, the, in the form of uh, firings and uh, layoffs within the industry. And this yep. is where the human element comes into conversation because, well, folks, until the changes, real people, humans, make games. And yep. real humans have families and mortgages and rents and kids going to school. And I don't know, maybe they want to have a hamburger after work. They want to eat, right? So these important things are now being marred by the fact that they don't have a job. And I, yep. I don't know what corporate America looks like. I don't know if any of these folks are getting packages, but not everyone does. So let's talk about yeah. it, Kay. Why I got you yeah. here. No, no, I, I've been listening in. I've been before before I jumped on. I'm listening in in the chat, and I'm, I'm listening to all the the great folks speak on the show. And I completely agree. You know, 100. percent See, money's on point. You know, Ham Solo's on point. Mav like tore the force. Like absolutely, right? Uh, it's not yeah. their control, but they're also a bunch of man babies that that need that need to you know you know get, get them get their act Thank together. You. Because <laughs> yes, yes, it is all like for for real. How many studios do you know of? That have that have been, you know, that used to be my. How many X's are out there for for Bungie right now? Right, they they are they are unique in the industry in that right, and they always have a backup plan. And if you walk in having a backup plan, you will most likely use it. They've used it how many times now, right? And and to the point that was being made of you know, it, Par, Parsons he made he made a it was a bad tweet. It, it was taken out. It was. Wrong moment, wrong tweet, right? But to the point that's already been made, it's not his decision whether he's keeping or he's not keeping. Yep. It's just not. And oh, by the way, on the point of the the, the billions that were spent to retain talent, that's already spent. It's not within the company. It's spent, right? It's in people's wallets. They're going shopping or doing what they do with it. That money is with them, right? So... Now, when I say it's with them, I don't mean it's with them, the whole company. I'm talking about those at the upper echelon who could get it have gotten that already. Those who are being fired and let go now probably weren't part of that group that got the good, the good, the good package when Sony bought them, right? So, you know, it kind of makes sense to me because we all knew it when we when we heard Sony buying them for the price they were buying them that wow, you guys, you don't have the, you don't have the grip to, 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 to withstand what you're trying to accomplish here, right? You're writing checks you might not be able to cash is what we, we thought, right? right? And we were wrong. They were able to cash them, but it seems like in cashing the checks that they wrote, they now can't run the business properly. So people are getting fired, right? Because that money that we're talking about could have been money that would be reinvested into the business to then next game, next DLC, keep keep uh, Destiny whole, right? But they paid that money. It's gone now, right? But they need more money to keep the business that they now own running. And they've already paid the, the money they've paid for this this thing. And those people who are gone or those people who, who got their, 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 uh, their uh, uh, um, golden parachutes have already gotten them. So that's not money that Sony can count on anymore. And that's the reason why you're seeing what you're seeing. Now, I will add a factor to the equation. 
that I've heard spoken about, but not on this show just yet. And I know it's 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 annoying and we say it, we get tired of hearing it, but I will tell you it is a factor in this equation. Microsoft had it first and Sony has it now. And that is yep. the fallout from COVID. That is what's happening. That's what you're yep. seeing. That's the yep. reason why if I ask you, what is PlayStation going to release in 2024? You'll say Wolverine, maybe. Because I think that's 2025. No, yeah, it is, no doubt. Thank you. They've right? yet to have any new IPs this generation yet. I've been saying that from like the top of the mountains. Like they have no new IPs. Everything that they've put out so far has been something that Remaster, they've been working remake. on from a previous right. generation. Or exactly. Oh, come on, two. Rocket League, man. Rocket League. We're all come on, bro. Come on, bro. I love Rocket League. Rocket, Rocket League's Rocket League. fire, man. <laughs> See, it's literally, look, it's on fire. The, the reason. The reason why they were able to benefit in the beginning is because, like you guys are saying, they put their ducks in a row in a different way than Microsoft did. So when COVID hit, they already had a few a few bullets in the tank that were almost done. So there you go with your remake remaster of 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 uh, uh, of Demon Souls. There you go with Ratchet and Clank during COVID. So it was like, oh well, if if these guys are uh, are able to release games, why can't everybody else? Yeah, they had the, the the stuff that was in the pipeline was very close to done then. But the effects that COVID had had it on them and it's been lasting throughout this whole period. And now you're seeing it because the question you'll ask yourself, like I was being generous. I'm like, maybe we see Ghost of Tsushima in, in 2024. But as a, a cheap plug, Paris Lily said on my show last week, if you're going to see Ghost of Tsushima 2, in 2024, you'd see a trailer or an announcement or something for it now. Correct. Yes. Right. And we haven't seen anything now. There's just no uh, PlayStation deals in big games and big games need long tails for marketing. So all of their big games would require at least six months. Well, right? they're Which also means... ballsy where they flaunt what they have, Kay. That's right. That's right. And they'll, they'll do the, you know, the, the big, great, grand gestures and big, great, grand podcast uh, 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 events and whatnot. None of that have come here, right? So I say, like, people need to understand that they've been playing a very great marketing game. I always, I always give them credit for being expert marketers, but they've kind of, how are you going to get out of this one there, Jim? Like, you know, they're, they're in a bit of a pickle, right? Like, we see what's happening, but there are experts at, you know, a sleight of hand. Here you go, uh, Stella Yams. You know, it's good. No worries. But you ain't got any of that. No, all those tricks are gone now. Like, how, how you gonna get out of this one there, uh, Tatoki? Because uh, no more Jim is gone. Venom. No more Venom. You got right. <laughs> and let and let me be clear for those who are you know whatever. I love Spider Man too. Uh, for me personally, personally, you know, no shade to anybody who thinks differently. For me personally, that game, the the the, the talk of bugs was a little overblown. Yes, it has some bugs, but it's not killing the experience. It's a great excellent game i mean when people put it in game of the year conversation i'm like yep it's there but for as long as it is i it, it took me 18 hours to get from beginning of the game to the very last mission right after that what does playstation have for the next however long right and this all of this is why you're seeing connie booth situation why you're seeing quiet layoffs left and right you know for me, and we will wait to see, uh, uh, and I'll leave it off at this. You know, I've always believed that with the letting go of, well, with the retiring of old Jimmy Boy, it seems maybe the people at the top don't like some decisions being made. 
either they don't like it or they don't like how it's being marketed, right? Yep. And if they don't like how it's being marketed, you're going to see it full bore, gas game, new guy, new rah-rah. We'll see that soon, right? But if they don't like what the decisions or the, 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 the steps being made, you're going to get what I call the connect is optional moment, which is out of nowhere, all of a sudden, people are going to start being let go. All of a sudden, all your gas games are going to start disappearing. All of a sudden, they're going to be like, nothing to see here. Remember that whole model of we sell you console, you buy game? Let's try that again. And I suspect we're going to start seeing that with all of the craziness that's happening as far as the moving and shaking of executives and all that. Connie Booth, to me, was a sacrificial lamb. She complained that where we're going is not right. And what did she get? She got fired for it. <laughs> like, because, you know, when, when all of this start, start, started happening, now who is the executive? She is, she is the booty of, of the group, if you will, the map booty of the group, right? So if it's not going in the right direction, the buck stops with her and the guy at the top. So what do you see? You see Jim's gone. You see Connie's gone, right? I'm waiting to see the connect is optional moment. That will change it for me, right? I'm waiting to see who they put in position because you've already seen a bunch of people. And I know you guys have been uh, reading the Twitter streets. You know, they're, they're, there are now articles being written that they need their Phil Spencer, right? That That's will right. change. It, it's, it, it, hey, right? But they wanted Phil Spencer fired, though. Yeah, so right. we talked right. about yesterday, yesterday him solo. That's Phil right. That's Spencer right. Type person. But you know they, they want to fire so job. they can hire them for PlayStation. Yes. That's what it is. Nah, oh, don't don't worry, don't worry. PlayStation has many options. What are you talking about? There's there's Bobby Kotek. There's there's who else? Uh, <laughs> you know, there's a lot. There are a lot of options out there. You know, we, we shall see. But you know, for yeah, me personally, I, trade, he'll come. He'll come Don, that's right. Me personally, I Donnie think D. all of this is a good move. It's painful right now, but it's a good move because it tells me that someone in the upper echelons of PlayStation, of Sony, does not like some of the decisions being made. Now, even though, unfortunately, they're, they're, they're basically breaking, breaking glasses everywhere while restructuring, they're, they're, they're destroying a lot of stuff, hopefully this means, ultimately, we don't live in a world where there's 11 gas games coming at us, right? Hopefully we, we, we get the house of creativity again. Maybe they, they go back, they limit budget, they limit scope, and they let people get a bit more adventurous. Hopefully, that's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna leave. It, it's case. It, uh, it's kind of interesting that all this is happening in this like mm -hmm. interim period between Jim Ryan and the whoever takes his place, right? Because we mm -hmm. have the uh, Jim is on the way out. Uh, he's not really saying anything, not talking that much. You have the interim person taking over, and all of a sudden you have this string mm -hmm. of layoffs and this yep. potential change of direction and all this kind of things. It seems like. Maybe they're well, Matt, trying to change that spell a lot of it things. Out for you, right? It does, man. Like, it spells it, really it out. Right? And I, because right, right now, right, with, with, with Microsoft's org change, right? Let's say Phil gets up one morning and goes, you know what? I'm tired of traveling. I'm done. Who's replacing him? Well, we have Peaches. People put the Peaches in the chat if you know who I'm talking about. We have Peaches. We have, we have uh, Sarah Bond now who, who could potentially do. There's a line of succession easily established, right? Yeah. Where's the line of succession for 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 for, for Jim Ryan? That no tells you, that, is, that is the biggest red flag ever. Like yeah. no line of succession for a CEO. That is that is one on one. Yeah. Right. So that that's what tells me, Matt. Hundred percent. They don't like what's being done. They're like you and all of y'all get out of here. We're we're literally turning the boat because we don't like where you brought us. That's what <clears> it appears.
Kasante, the problem though. is who's turning the boat. You know what I'm saying? So the person who's turning the boat, yeah, they don't like where it's going because they're looking at the dollars and they're looking at the potential loss mm-hmm. in the future, but they don't know where the fuck to turn that boat. You know what I'm saying? Like these are not PlayStation people. These are people who are just paying the dollar so that PlayStation can function. Right. So how are you I going to I won't be so presumptuous that? to say they don't know because they have a well, the part mobile. of the equation to at least get PlayStation to where they are today. So I'll give I him some. Know, I, I, I'll wait and see. I don't know. That's like saying see money because I feel like this entire generation, if you mm-hmm. haven't been paying attention, it's, it's on too late you now. because yeah. they've been a walking contradiction from the jump of this mm-hmm. generation with backwards compatibility in games with PC with generations. There's a laundry like list the of things ever. that they said that they weren't going to do. I, I am, I am not doing. I'm not disagreeing with you, sir. I literally have like six hundred dollars, just like virtually in my mind, waiting for the day they say, "Yeah, now you can plug the PSVR two into a PC," and then I'll go. Here's my money. Until then, it stays in my pocket. Yeah. The most interesting you thing, know. though, is this is for the first time um, in a long time. PlayStation's message about what kind of platform they are is mm-hmm. not clear. Yeah, it right. Yeah, it's it's definitely it, it hard. Is, sure. It's very yeah. like, are they doing live service? Are they doing single player games? Are they the premium console? Or like, are they what? What's what's their direction? The yeah, like well, there's there's what like common to. And, what does that and, remind you of? Mm. A certain other big company mm. that had the same situation and then ultimately had to get sold off. That's right, Bethesda, the single-player house that lived in the single-player world. Oh, save single-player. And then all of a sudden, they fell victim to needing to make money. So they Mm. switched to multiplayer, get that everywhere, where let's do it. And then it failed, and now they got purchased. Sony, they're pivoting now. So supposedly, they're scaling things back, supposedly. But what does that really equal? Right. Like if you were doing one thing for a while, let's not pretend like they're going to be able to flip a switch. And all of a sudden, these single player games are just going to populate their their servers now. And it's like, oh, well, we got these new games. Right. You're talking years for them to actually do that if they're now going to just be scaling Mm -hmm. up because they're taking people off of the games as a service. Oh, they're two or three years out, see money easily. Yeah. See, so what but, you, you know what, Boom? You know what? See money's even even more right than you are, right? On this, because unless they've changed their minds on this and they've scaled their budgets down, you're talking six, seven years. Like big monster game. That's what that's what they make. And in between that time, you have your remaster, remake, remaster, remake. Six, seven years per game. Imagine if they turn that around starting today. But you know that, but the problem is they can't afford to do that, right? They can't afford yeah. to do that, and that's why that's not what we're gonna get. And that's why those rumors about uh, getting another God of War DLC type game that's still yeah. using that engine and it's now gonna that's do great. this. Now they're I want more story. of that, please. Yeah, give but, me more but of that. But we don't. When what they gave us wasn't even tapping into this technology base, right? If they're still using the same, they're gonna use the same base. They're not gonna create something from scratch because that's where the money comes from. Well, right? no, that's I where get all that. the money is I get spent. that, but but I guess so they're I guess just from going a- to regurgitate new stories on top of what they did, and again, that's fine in general. If they gave us a real next generation game, mm-hmm. which they have not yet, 
if they gave us a real next generation game and then said, this is our base where we're going to now tell multiple stories from here. Mm-hmm. Dope. Right. They did it with 2018 yeah. Spider-Man. Right. They gave us that. And then they gave miles. us miles. Nobody yeah. was complaining. Yeah, yeah. It was dope. Yeah. It was a DLC type game, yeah. but it was dope. Right. I was real quick. Kale <laughs> uh, Walker in the chat uh, just uh, dropped the bomb into my DM uh, folks. And it's breaking, breaking news. news. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it comes the way uh-huh. of Paul Tassi. Uh-huh. Uh, new information about the bungee layoffs per a personal source of his an unnamed source. I'm going to read it for you verbatim folks. It says the layoffs decisions came directly from Bungie management and not Sony. This is not about Sony replacing Bungie employees with their own people, according to the source. Many employee benefits, though not health insurance, only last until the end of the month if you're let go. Laying Mm -hmm. people off on the 30th means a single additional day of coverage. Holy Mm -hmm. shit. Are you yep. kidding me? Wow, the disrespect. Uh, 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 yeah, the and wait, it gets worse. Respect. It, it gets worse. Uh, check this out. Many employees have unvested shares as a result of the Sony purchase. These shares would be received uh, based on staying with the company for a certain number of years Not following the yep. sale. Yes, invested. Yep. But those shares revert to Bungie if you leave, even if you are fired, which is what is happening now too many of those affected so they gave them unvested shares with requirements to stay for x amount of years for then the the shares to get vested then you get your money and then they fired them so they come back to them the slime that we've been talking about for years man oh my gosh well this this is this one of these (laughs) first of all shout out to kale walker for this uh this was amazing thank you so much for the dm and uh can i be vulgar for a second Mm. Fuck Pete Parsons. Yeah. Uh, because he's obviously the CEO. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Pong, I love you. You're my brother from another. He hit the nail last night on the head. This was poor timing. This The disrespect now that I look at what he wrote in that tweet is 10 times worse now that I know this, this breaking news thanks to Paul Tassie. Uh, that's disgusting. Uh, and that is ultimately... Yeah are going to be a black eye for the studio and uh listen they're owned by but they're owned by sony so it's an another black eye for sony this is gross i don't even you know what everyone has had a chance to talk except daniel daniel welcome back brother i'm glad that you're here let's get your hot take on not only the thought and 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 theory of bungie but the breaking news that they're ultimately screwing over the the affected yeah i mean I guess I'm not surprised to hear that they're screwing people over because that's kind of what layoffs are like nine out of ten times. Not to that degree of like trying to get stock back, but like pretty much every time that there's a a wave of layoffs, it's I mean, it's um, it's, you know, up until a second ago, I was going to be like, I don't know if I can. Well, I guess I can't blame Sony for it because I was I wasn't going to do that anyway. But uh, I was going to say this is something that we've been seeing all over the place, right? This is something that we've been seeing, not just across the video game space, but across all of tech, really, uh, where also if my audio starts just getting terrible, uh, it's because my internet's been eating a bag of dicks lately, so I don't know what's <laughs> happening there. Um, it's all right. You but, sound good. You okay, sound cool. Good. Uh, a bag. For now, we'll okay. see. Who knows? Good to know. A whole uh, bag. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tried calling people about it, and it didn't, it didn't help. 
uh, but anyway, this is something we've been seeing all across the board. Basically, every tech company is letting people off. Uh, although I don't think we've seen Nintendo do it yet, and I think we only saw the one wave from Xbox so far. Um, but they're I I wouldn't I have no reason to believe that they're immune to it. Like I would not be surprised to see layoffs there too. Uh, and that's gonna suck. Um, but man, now hearing this other thing about like they were trying to do it to get stocks back from certain people, that's that's a whole that's a whole bag of worms. Uh, we are. It, it also leads to why there's been so many leaks before this was officially announced, right? Because those employees are angry and they're letting it yeah, out. Why wouldn't they be? They right, have every right yeah. to be pissed. Yeah. Disgusting. Well, I just I combine this with the the knowledge of like hearing Lord Cognito talking about how destiny was recently or potentially still is uh in like its worst state ever after a recent update or something and the fact that they're also delaying the the was it the final shape or the last shape or something like that which yeah sounds yeah, the, like the, the, the final shape is expansion delayed. of yeah. destiny 2 maybe they were planning on gearing up for a destiny 3 or something I, I don't know um although i did ask one of my only friends who's uh, masochistic enough to still play destiny and he said i don't know it's probably not the last one bungie loves money and i guess this is just more proof of that uh, so shout out Christian. He was 100% right. Uh, but it, we've known that Bungie has had poor management issues for a while. It was actually one of the reasons, if you remember the, the leaked court documents, it was one of the reasons why uh, Xbox didn't acquire them. Uh, they they had them on the list of people that they were looking at. And one of the, one of the big negatives that they put underneath them was uh, mismanagement, or I forget the exact term they used, but basically they use more money than they make. Uh, was like a big point against why they against the idea of purchasing Bungie for them. Um, I would have assumed up until a minute ago that uh, that this was something that came down from Sony just because we've been seeing so many layoffs. But man, I don't know. I don't know. One of the one of the people that we know was laid off for this, and I don't know if you talked about it earlier while I was punching my internet, man. Uh, Oh, them. that was just so appropriate. He punches Internet yeah. Man, and then his Internet Man punched him back. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Did it again? Because it was it, like if you look at a at a Halo, a list of Halo music, like go to Spotify and pull up a, a soundtrack. It's going to have two names, and one of them is I think it was Michael. What was it? Michael Santa Bilo or something? What was it? Do you remember? Do you know who I'm talking about? No, I'm not. I'm not sure. Hold on, I'll pull it up you right mean, now. You mean the 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 bungee the, the bungee uh um Michael Salvatore. Yeah. Okay, yes. Who's so he was one of the people his funds. Yeah. He ahead. was one of the people that got let go as a part of this. Mm-hmm. Uh and if you look at a, a soundtrack list for the Halo games, you're gonna see two names over and over and over again. It's Martin O'Donnell and, and my, Michael Salvatore. Mm-hmm. Uh and I guess they were just like, Hey, you know that guy who made music that everyone loves so much you got high schoolers who never played the original game singing it in the their bathroom at school uh eh, we don't need that guy <laughs> get rid of that wow. guy you probably worth too much <laughs> sad sad you know look at the end of the day uh thanks to several people in the community uh and obviously paul tassi doing uh the the gaming uh, the gaming lord's work uh with his sources uh this really does paint bungie as a scumbag kind of a company i'm sorry to say when you see people being let go so their their stock gets reverted back to bungie 
Uh, that is disgusting on the level that I've never seen. And listen, I've been gaming for 40 plus years, and I've only been doing YouTube for six. So, I, you know, obviously my ear is to the floor with everything gaming because obviously I have to produce five shows a week that you folks care to listen to. And if it's all rubbish, you're not going to listen to. So I do my due diligence to read. I do have some sources. I do have a lot of anonymous people that I talk to behind the scenes. Uh, this is probably the most gross thing I have uncovered. And, and I didn't uncover anything. Basically, thanks to Kea Walker and, and Paul Tassi, we have learned that ultimately uh, Sony was not responsible for these layoffs. This comes directly from Bungie. And ultimately, these people that are, were with Bungie that stayed after the acquisition are now being given the short end of the stick and the, and pushed off the plank with 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 no with no health insurance. What are we? Are you freaking kidding me? No packages for these people. What if they have families? What if they have kids? What if they get sick? I don't know if any of this came into conversation, but it probably should have. I'm just saying that it, to me, it's a it's a little crazy to think that they were just purchased. He's a CEO. He sold his company for three point seven billion with a B, and this is how we treat the the, the employees. Wow, Pete, I, I I don't even know what to say, uh, other than the fact that I hope that more people. I know this is a small show, and maybe a lot of people don't give a flying shoot about it, but that's fine. I do hope that we hear from the Matty Plays or the Skill Ups or the ACGs who have, you know, one million subscribers, because this is this is a conversation that has to be had. Uh, I hope Paris Lee keeps talking about this. I hope kind of funny, even though they have friends in the industry. They need to get on board with this. They need to get out there and let the people know that this is not right. This is not the kind of behavior that we expect from games that we play and love. And I'm sorry. I, I mean, listen, like I said, I know this is a, you know not even 14K yet, but we, I'm proud to be one of the first to talk about this. And I hope everybody on this panel and everyone that's listening, I hope your favorite panels talk about this because this is this is. This is disgusting. It is it is disgusting because, like I said, at the end of the day, the human factor is always left out of the conversation when it comes to games because we're greedy, right? We just want what we want when we want it, and we want to play our games, and we want to pretend that everything is unicorns and rainbows. It's not. People make these games. And the one thing I will say, shout out to Clobriel, who I know does listen to the show. He put out a tweet yesterday bombastic as it could possibly be saying hey if you were affected by this i'm sorry to hear that but here are some uh links to where they're hiring with not uh, within xbox game studios uh turn 10 is hiring uh, uh undead labs is hiring uh, i believe rare is is hiring as well i believe someone from bethesda put something out there uh, for that Bethesda's hiring, as well as uh, the, one of some of their other sub companies, I haven't seen this from EA. I didn't see this from you know from any of the big ones. I hope that these folks that are affected do find work and rather quickly. And that's the one thing I will say about the industry, not the conglomerates, but the actual industry. They do have a, a very wide open door policy where if you were affected, uh, they are 
they are welcoming. So I hope that everyone that did lose their job uh, or, you know, whether you were fired or whether you were let go, whatever, how it went down, that you find work quickly. Because like I said, this world kind of sucks right now. Eggs are $5. Gas is in California is almost $7 a gallon. I mean, Boom. the world is cut a, in real quick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cause brother, because brother, what you're describing to me, what you're describing to me is what I is is is, is what a lot of us seen, you know, leaving high school, going into college. Yep. How are we looking back at this industry and it's being treated and no disrespect to those that work in this industry? Because I've worked in this industry before, and it can be profitable, but this sounds like telemarketing. The way this has been treated. Yeah. And, and, and what's wild to me is it takes an incredible amount of skill to be able to do the stuff that they're doing. So this industry that takes all this talent, and you have people being treated as if, Going ahead and leave. We'll find somebody tomorrow. Screw it. So, Ham, one one moment. I, I have to leave, but I, I like uh, before I go. Let me let me hark on your point and say it's because of the passion. It's because of the gamers. It's because of those of us who love this thing so much. So even us technology guys, we'll spend all moment and night making these games because you love it so much, and because right. you do, and they know it, they use you like a pig, like like a. a a workhorse like an old sock to implement what they need and then as soon as you're done they're like ah get out of here there's always 15 other bright-eyed children behind you ready to give of themselves for this industry it's unfortunate but i must go unfortunately because yes my my other ball and chain is calling me (laughs) (laughs) i just think it's super duper sad because this is this right here, like, if this doesn't open your eyes about what's kind of going on within the industry, and this isn't like a mom and pops type of dev team. Right. This no, is, it's not. Yeah. This is yeah. something that is synonymous, something that people have been, uh, that, that, that people have been looking at and proud of. For a long time, Bungie. Oh, you're getting them. Oh, Xbox felt like 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 I remember when X when, when they said they were getting acquired by uh by, by by Sony. Like Xbox fans were pissed. There 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 were plenty of people that were just like, man, we want what? Why wouldn't we want them back? Now we're looking at them and we're just yeah. like, yo, Microsoft is moving differently. They don't look so so needy. To the point where they're just going to they grab whatever. Bro. No, not at all. They ain't. they ain't at all. Uh, it, it, yeah. in, in, in fact, it's the other way around. Where Sony's looking needy, they reached into the cookie jar and they didn't find a cookie. Yeah. You know what? It's 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 very unfortunate to see this happening. Listen, folks, I, I hope that, uh, first of all, we have uh, on Halloween, folks, and I don't know if this is good. Or bad. We just had six 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 in the chat. Oh yes. my god! Let's go. It's a sign. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> so uh, so hilarious. listen. Uh, a big shout out to near seven hundred people here. Again, I do want to ask before we move on to uh, a, a fun topic because I'm glad that we had this conversation. A big shout out 
to Mav and for Ham and for C-Money and for Daniel and, of course, K-Sante for jumping in. This was originally a one-man show, and here we are. We have this amazing cast of incredible content creators, and we're going to continue the conversation because one of the big things happening uh, for Xbox, according to Jez Corden of Windows Central, is that there is supposedly something big going to be announced at the, this year's BlizzCon 2023 in the form of an Xbox exclusive. And many people, including Jez Gordon himself, who said this on the Xbox 2. And again, shout out to the, I don't know, it's not, and I'm starting to wonder, is Idol Sloth a robot? Because I DM'd him and I said, hey, Idol, any chance you have that clip? And almost within the, the snap of a finger, <laughs> he had two there. So I don't know, Idol. I'm. I got to meet you in person. I think you might be a robot under that got skin. A little AI going he on. is. Yeah, he's a. <laughs> he's very fast with it. So shout out to Idol Salt who, uh, who who dropped the uh, the 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 audio clip. And you know he, he's known for it. They they got sloth as 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 it were. Um, it turns out, folks, that the survival game that they've been working on at Blizzard is supposedly not only going to be announced at BlizzCon 2023 in the opening ceremony. But it is going to be announced as an Xbox PC exclusive. That is a really, really, really big deal. Um, but let me catch up on the Super Chats. There's been quite a few of them and a few channel members, as well as, of course, uh, some member chats. First of all, Eternal Shaddai has become a channel member. I think that might have been from yesterday. Eternal Brother, thank you so much. For supporting the channel, uh, Bold Alpha Wolfpack not doesn't drop just one five dollars super chat. He drops two, and the first one he says uh, a huge reveal would be uh, if they announced a single player experience for WoW characters like Arthias uh, Idian uh, as uh, Savias Windrunner. That would be huge. You see, first of all, I can't believe I got the pronunciations right because I'm terrible at that. And I don't know who those characters because I've never played WoW. But I will say this. If they somehow make a single-player World of Warcraft game, I am effing all in because I love single-player stuff. Uh, his second Super Chat of $5 says, a lot of times seasonal layoffs are uh, uh, community reps, not devs, were the uh, were the layoffs for devs? Yes, the layoffs were for actual developers. Uh, some people even in management, which is just crazy. Uh, Highlander 001, a generous friend of the program, has gifted five double barrel gaming memberships. Brother, that is crazy. Thank you so much for the generosity. And uh, folks, if you did get one of those memberships, you know, first of all, thank Highlander 001 in the chat. And more importantly, maybe you consider sticking around because what that does for you is on this Friday, it will be Mrs. Boom's birthday bash. Her, I keep saying the third or fourth. I think it's the fourth annual Mrs. Boom's birthday bash. And we're giving away, well, her birthday, you folks get the prizes because we're giving away $500 worth of gift cards, 10 $50 gift cards for you to maybe win and buy RoboCop or something. I don't know. But we, what we are going to do is give you a choice of where that $50 goes to. Xbox. Uh, a PSN or of course Nintendo eShop and I we're going to add some uh, we're going to add one more to it because I know some people play on Steam if you do win and you want it for Steam we will get you the code it's not a problem we'll get you a Steam code and more importantly 
if you are someone outside of the U.S., we're one of the few shows that will represent that prize. We will send you the money for the prize. We will pay the trans uh, the, the, the transfer fees as well as the denominational value if the monies in your country are more. So you get your full $50 and you don't pay anything. The only caveat is that we use PayPal only. No cash apps, no writing checks, nothing funny, bunny like that. It's PayPal only because it protects me and Mrs. Boom. But. But um, both Alpha Wolf Pack drops, well, actually, leaves a who's been a channel member for a month. So, brother, thank you so much for that. He says, karma for Bungie canceling factions, maybe some retaliation from the string pullers at Naughty Dog. I mean, karma's a bitch, right? And then she bites. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I mean it factions hasn't been canceled for that long. So, like, theoretically speaking, if they're walking a lot of these ideas back and factions, you know, theoretically wasn't that bad, maybe that maybe that comes back. Yeah. I mean, listen, it, it, we, we don't know. But not after um, the last Naughty Dog layoffs, though. Yeah, that's that, true. They, oh, they Naughty had, Dog had layoffs, too. I forgot. They had a lot yeah, of them, too. Yeah, they, they, no, they all had layoffs over there right Damn, now. What is studio. I don't know how. I don't know how people are looking at like I don't know how the headline. Let's let's put it this way. Let's be real, one hundred percent. If by all Xbox means. was in this situation right now, where all of these things were happening, we would see nothing but articles about oh, the no. demise please, of Xbox. Please speak on that Give because Spencer, his head. We want fire it on fill. The Hashtag fire fill. Yeah, absolutely. No, it, those are facts. They would be coming yeah. nonstop, day after day, from another outlet talking about Xbox is doomed. Meanwhile, we're literally watching the house of PlayStation burn, and there's yeah. no peeps. Yeah, nothing, nada. Everything's excused. See, see Everything's money, okay. The, the equivalent would be on, Phil, Phil Spencer announces his retirement. Uh, Matt Booty gets fired, and other people leave behind him. Uh, then let's say the coalition has layoffs and uh, delays a couple of their games or whatever, and then you also have layoffs at like let's say double fine or then you also have layoffs at like ninja theory then you also have layoffs from like another team and then all of a sudden a newly acquired company like let's say uh, bethesda zenimax has another round of layoffs as well like that is the equivalent if that and imagine that if that all happened within like a three week period of time it's it's crazy right like the amount it's like that's the that's like if every volcano on Hawaii erupted at the same time and everybody's like, this yeah. is cool. Yeah, everybody <laughs> like, was like, okay. Xbox is going out of business. You know what I mean? Xbox is is like leaving the industry. Like they're uh, they're going to stop making consoles. They're going to stop making games or go multiplayer. That, that's just like all what everybody would say is like they're they're doomed and they're going to back out of the of it. You know what I mean? Like, but no, there's right now it's just like everybody's separating it like. Okay, there's just this problem. Okay, let's just talk about this for a day. Okay, we're done, right? Oh, we'll yeah, talk about true. it, but like compounded, it's yeah. all it's a massive it shift. Where, where, where? I mean, it, it's a fantastic point. Obviously, I, I want to move on to the BlizzCon thing, but I, I we have to address this, folks. Sorry, we got to continue this conversation because there. It, listen, I've I've been calling media bias for years, and I've only been doing you. I've uh, been YouTube for six for six years, right? Not that not not that long. The bias is, is apparent, okay? Where are the IGN articles and the GameStop or GameSpot articles and, of course, the, the Kotaku articles? And where's uh, the, you know, where, where are all of the articles 
pointing out the failures at Sony right now. Granted, these layoffs, I think Kaysante hit it. I actually said that to open up the show. I really think, and, and this is being fair and, and earnest, that this is the result of the amount of hiring that happened during COVID. And obviously, profits are being declined because people are now going outside. People aren't buying as many games as they were. We're not sheltering in place. We're not spending you know, money you know, on, on, on DLC. So there less profits for the conglomerates, and they're going to start letting people go. But uh, but listen, the house of Sony is on fire. It's burning. Facts. It is burning Facts. within. That is an absolute fact. You can see Jim Ryan. Again, they're leaderless. And the fact that Hiroki Totoki of Sony proper has taken over all the decision makings for SIE, that's like Amy Hood taking over for Phil Spencer after if, if they fired Phil. He's uh, running the yeah. show. And, right? That, that, that and, would be the equivalent of it. And boom, I've seen articles, but all these articles are like, po- they're pushing the attention away from Sony, and they're saying, oh, this is an industry-wide problem. Because there, there is some other stuff going on in the industry, but we have multiple things within a period of weeks at within Sony in itself. Yep. And the thing is, like, Sony and, and PlayStation, they're the ones that are being so vocal. We know the best way to do things here. We have the sustainable uh, uh, platform. This is the right way to do things here yeah. at PlayStation. We outsell the competition two to one. Making premium quality games is the right way to do things. Anything else is not living up to the standards of the customer and what gamers expect. We decide when generations start. This is how you share games. All this other B- uh, BS stuff that they kept saying in the past. Yep. You see the success of their console still still selling but yet their games are not software and services continues to be down shifting entire studios going off into games of service people that have never made a games of service game before and then you yeah. have a showcase this year which their entire fan base absolutely hated and you didn't even have one last year so yeah. you you come out with this showcase this year and you have crap to show and live service games from studios that have never made a game before and you expect people to be excited about those games now you had the one supposed savior for live service in your hands because you went out there and spent 3.7 billion dollars on them and that was bungee and we go hey but it's okay we got marathon now that's delayed what is the what is the pipeline going on? And when we talked about Jim Ryan, when I said when Jim Ryan left, he saw the writing on the wall at the shit storm that was ahead of them. And then now we're seeing all of this within a period of weeks after he announced his retirement. This is not a coincidence. There is no. turmoil going no. on behind the scenes. They don't know the behind right the direction to go right now. Hey, gentlemen, you know what? Issues. It's in front I, of us. I, I, <laughs> There's I, no I, behind. Man, I'm on the mic right now. Mav yeah, no, no. Listen, listen, everybody. listen I, I didn't want to stop, it, and this is too good. So you know what? We, let's, true, con- let's continue this it's conversation, true. folks. And this is not, again, I, I understand that we had a serious conversation. But you know what? Mav just literally laid down the golden bricks. I figured I'm going to follow this golden path. Hopefully, I don't get killed by a witch. But listen. I have in front of me, folks, because, you know, sometimes in the middle of the night, I get up and I write. And I usually do my best writing when I'm in the dark by myself. And the only thing that's illuminated is the screen in front of me. My ideas 
pour onto the page. It's 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 what good writers. I'm not a great writer, but th this is what I did the other night. Because you know, there's been a lot of talk about Sony in the last couple of weeks, uh, post ABK signing, right? I just want to paint the picture for you folks, and I want everyone here to get on, get on, you know, get on their high horse, and let's talk about this. This is what, outside of the layoffs and the dysfunction and the disarray that is SIE, right? Uh, I want to uh, present a list of what PlayStation looks like in 2023, folks. And when I'm done with this list, I'll go to Ham Solo first. This is a conundrum. This is from the market leader. Okay, check this out, Ham. What's up? PSVR 2.0, a paperweight, failed, right? Jim Ryan gets fired because he didn't leave on his own. I don't believe that for a second, right? Yeah. Connie Booth, responsible for 120-plus releases under her leadership, is fired. Her team walks off the job, from what we understand, right? PlayStation raises PlayStation Plus by $40. The only one single player game that the, the first party game they have coming out this year is Spider Man and it's marred with bugs. PlayStation Studios turned into gas game company and now there's infighting with the studios. No roadmap for 2024 and beyond. After three years in development, the Last of Us Factions 2 canceled by their latest acquisition in Bungie. Uh, you can add Bungie's disgusting behavior. PS5 handheld, whatever that thing is called, is going to be DOA when it's released. Finally, PlayStation 5 Slim announces uh, is announced, and the payers, meaning their, their, their fans, get charged $50 upkeep for the digital one and they give you a paper clip to hold up your near $600 device and on the back end ask you for 30 bucks to stand it vertically. And on top of that, if this is not the uh, the cherry on the shit Sunday that I have just made for everyone, after 2 years of being too good to show up to a show, they have two of the worst showcases in the company's history. Ham Solo, I don't think I could make a better or worse picture when it comes for Sony. Let's talk about it. <clears throat> My inner PlayStation fan is in a fetal position right now from what you just got done <laughs> saying. I mean, it is definitely just a rough direction for Sony to be in. And here, this tells me specifically that, hey, mismanagement happened long ago yep not right now and, and and what's crazy is we've been talking about it we've been talking about this for years now what hey sony what are you guys doing hey sony you guys don't look so brand new you you look like you're redoing the same stuff over and over hey sony what 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 new ips you got hey, hey what did you mean by generations what do you mean no day one games on, 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 on your service, but you're charging about the same or more, depending on the way that you decide to uh, digest it, right? If you do month to month, you're paying more than Game Pass. Easy. So it's just like, 
your guys' mismanagement really threw you guys in a black hole to the point that hemorrhaging money. Money is just flying in directions and you don't even know what you're paying for at this point anymore. I mean, that that, that by itself is frustrating. And then on top of it, us fans, as Mav, I believe, was saying earlier, we don't know what you're real. It, it, it feels like you're talking to us, but you're not saying anything. You just keep talking and talking and talking, and I'm listening, and I'm just like, yo, so so about them PC games or about them uh, about them first-party games or, or Herman Holst, what the heck did you mean Santa Monica had something hot going on? You ain't talk about nothing. Uh, you, it, it, it's, it's just so dang confusing with them. And, and then on top of it, they have no showcase for a hot minute. Everybody's super duper excited. And then they come out and show you what they, what they had, which was a big old goose egg, a whole lot of nothing. It's just not good. And, 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 ex- and it's exactly what I believe C money was talking about earlier. Yo, if this was Xbox, they would be on fire right now. They would be like, like people would be screaming from, I mean, people were screaming from the high heavens just this past May about Phil Spencer being out of here. Yep. Xbox being out of here. Maybe Bethesda needs to leave Xbox because the mismanagement with Arcane and stuff like that, they left them out to dry. You want to talk about being left out to dry? How come we're not getting this same energy for Naughty Dog right now? They've yet to give us anything new this generation. In fact, they gave us a PS3 game. Yeah, you know, I mean, and, and, and that's supposed to be that's supposed to be your bro. starting quarterback. Two that's generations your star they didn't give us anything guy. New. That's your star guy right there. That's your star quarterback under center being paid the most. Yeah. Like, what are y'all doing over there? And then you hire somebody to come help and all they say is don't do it. That's the best. That's the best that you have. Like, this is tragic. Yeah, it is. It, 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 it's a really uncomfortable situation for the people that work under the development teams at Sony. And also for the fans that continuously pay in hopes for something to get better while not being told anything at the exact same time. They're just being told to just pray. Just keep praying. Just keep praying. I, I, well, don't I forget know they people... dropped Phantom Era on us, so we got something. Come well, on. yeah. Oh, yeah. They, 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 we got they, a dope-ass exclusive, we, right? We, we're going to talk. You know what? I, I, it was a subject I was going to talk about. I'm going to move that over to Friday's Breakfast at Boom because that Quantum Era, they, that, that development studio tried to use the console war for to sell their game, and it's a 2.5 right now on Metacritic. So, yeah, that didn't go all too well. They're worse them. than Gollum? Worst, probably the, it's, it's being considered the, it's the worst game of the year. Wow. Mav, let, let, before I bring in the uh, C money and of, uh, and the rest of the panel, you want to add some stuff. You put it in the private chat, please. By all means, continue piling on how bad it is for Sony right now because I didn't even think about this. Yeah. I, okay. So just in the last few weeks, right? You had visual arts layoffs. You had the announcement of the first lawsuit happening 
within Bungie for their original layoffs. Now you have more Bungie layoffs, adding on top of everything that Paul Tassi just said. You have the Media Molecule layoffs. You have the Naughty Dog layoffs and the potential canceling of factions. At least it's in a horrible state that's maybe way put on the back burner. You have Jim Ryan retiring, and you also have Connie Booth being fired, uh, as well as maybe some of her team as well. All within the matter of weeks, and and there's like I said before, like they're supposed to be the ones that know how the to make the right decisions for the industry, right? This is the image that they've put out there. Like Game Pass, we don't see that as a, as a sustainable business model. We can't put our games on our subscription service day one. How are we going to do that, right? Meanwhile, Xbox has proven that they have been profitable doing that exact same damn thing with actually in that same time period, less first party games. <laughs> and now Xbox's pipeline is, is going full force and PlayStation still, Gran Turismo 7 is still not in PlayStation Plus. Let that sink in for a second. And that's one of their few games as a service type games that they have for people to spend money on. And considering considering the film, the film would have gotten people to get into the game because the sales went up and that's what they wanted. The film, listen, my my nephew, who does not even own a PlayStation, was like, Theo, you got to see this this, this, this Gran Turismo movie. I loved it. And I'm like, oh, I'll check it out with him. And we're going to watch it this weekend. Yeah, they they keep half stepping. They keep dipping their toe into things and trying to do different things. And they were like, okay, well, what we're doing is not working. They said it in multiple interviews. They actually said themselves, you see us going more multi-platform. And what they meant by that at the time was PC, right? Uh, right. Yet, where's the PC store app that was supposed to be in the works for so long, right? Where is that? Why is it, are you still launching games and, and re-releasing the same game on PC four years later and then trying to pawn off a remaster to the PS5 owners on a game that they just bought a few years ago? Like, this is the type of decisions that people are yep. getting upset with and people aren't buying. Yeah, there's a reason people aren't buying as many games because they're all definitive editions or remasters or rehashed sequels of the same type of games you've been making over and over and over again. People are going to eat up Spider-Man, right? And that was super something that everybody was looking forward to. But beyond that now, you look at what's in store going forward and there's a huge hole. There's a huge hole. And the only things we know about that are supposed to happen next year are huge question marks of whether they be good or what kind of games they are, or what how good are these studios? We don't even know what they're capable of. And we're awesome. supposed to be excited about this direction when you've been trying to say all along that that's not the best way to do things. You've been trying to cultivate this fan base about one model. Remember even people saying like, PlayStation is like HBO and Xbox is like basic cable. You remember that kind of crap early right, on? I do. Right? I remember, I, I remember you know, it. You remember when, when PlayStation was the first ones, the first platform to get behind the price increase on games and raise their prices to $70? It's because of the premium and the quality of these games. You're going to see it. Yet they released PS4 versions of those same damn games with hardly any damn difference for $10 less. Then they sell you definitive editions for $10 more. Uh, years later after the same games have been released time and time again you see this you see oh the ps4 controllers don't work on a ps5 oh it's okay we believe in generations all this kind of stuff now you have the ps5 digital which is years after the original is actually more expensive than the first ps5 digital that's coming out 
all of these different things. Like, hey, you guys, we know what's best for you, right? We know you like PlayStation. We love our brand, and we know you do to it, and we know how much you love getting screwed by us. So keep taking it, everybody. We're going to keep giving it to you. Yet behind the scenes, you find out right now, they don't know what the hell they're doing. They realized that they had financial issues with the projections that they had with the games in the pipelines that they had going on. They went too far in one direction. Now they realize that, hey, making games of service and live service games is actually really expensive and difficult. And you actually have to have people that are familiar with doing it. And the one team that we brought in to supposed to be the experienced people doing it are behind schedule and have turmoil in their own studio and they can't even get their own shit together. So what are we going to do? We're just going to completely clean house, uh, lay off a bunch of people, tighten the belt straps, and then try and get a new direction without Jim Ryan at the helm. And that's what's going on. But yet nobody is talking about it. Nobody that, out there the is thing, speaking bro. on it. That's the big thing. Is that's like it's like you just spit so much fire. And the sad part is that not a word matters. Nothing. Because the ponies that live on that side of the fence, they don't they don't allow themselves to feel this. They don't allow themselves they to don't. embrace the bullshit. So they sit there and they just take whatever Sony gives them. And that's why Sony does it. No matter how much us Xbox heads who also like PlayStation go ahead and scream this shit from the mountaintop, nothing matters because Sony is insulated from the noise. It doesn't make a difference because their people, the people who love them, don't give a shit. They just keep taking what they're given. And it's ridiculous. Even this news... Like I was on the phone. I know right before um, Paul Tassie, breaking news, Paul Tassie has a friend who says like, yo, it wasn't Sony. It was it was uh, Bungie. Um, let's as much as that's cool of an idea. It's a right. Massive deflect. Let's let's just let's just stop <laughs> for a second and realize that Bungie can't fire no one in such a massive way without letting Sony, who is the owner, know what the fuck they're doing. That, that's it's not a real true. thing. Yeah. You don't get to say, yo, we're going to fire mad people. We're just going to change everything you had when you bought us. And it's not on you. We're just deciding this out of nowhere. You have no part of this decision. That's a lie. Yeah. That's a lie. And all they're doing is doing what always happens. They try to find a way to soften the blow against Sony. This wasn't a Sony decision. This was a bungee decision. The guys who been rocking with the same team for so long get bought, get a bag, and then they just decide on their own, you know what? Let's fire all these people who helped us get to where we are, right? Community managers, all these other people. Let's just fire them. Nah, man. Listen, if it talks like a duck and it cracks like a duck, it's a mother effing duck. Okay. Yeah. I, as I mean, much as we want to sugarcoat shit with these, these reports that come out, the dollars don't make sense, my man. They own Bungie. Yeah. The deal that they have in place with Bungie that they can do that and, and you know release their games anywhere. That does not mean that Bungie acts independently. It means that. Sony is giving them their parameters, their limits of where they can go so they can release all their games wherever they want. Great. But no company is going to be okay with finding out just like everybody else just did that. Hey, uh, we let go massive amounts of people just for the heck of the, for the heck of it. Like that's not a decision Budgie makes anymore. Yeah. It's not yeah. a and regardless see money, even if it was Budgie's decision, the fact that they are now owned by Sony 
Anything yep. that they do is a ref- is a reflection on Sony. They and this is, this is not a good look. They're trying to make it where that's not the case by putting out stories like this that now you know every pony that's out there is going to be like, no, 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 this wasn't on Sony, guys. This is not a PlayStation thing. This was Bungie. Oh, yeah, bad Bungie. Bad Bungie. That, this is what they do. They ice, They go ahead and they create this wall around their precious PlayStation and their precious Sony, and they try to save them because you know what? They need to be saved, and I get that. I can understand now when you see what's happening. If you have ponies turning around and also complaining, Sony has nothing left, bro, and PlayStation is the only thing keeping Sony afloat in any meaningful way. So if you start, that's why they won't confirm anything. Because if they don't confirm it, it's not official and it's just rumor and speculation, right? right? So it doesn't affect anything nasty on their end because they don't confirm it. It's not real, right? And then you just have people like us who are shouting from the rooftops how stupid all this shit is and why are so many people just accepting this, right? I'm going to say this right this. now. It's crazy. Uh, I- I give the and Daniel, I want to hear from you because I know that you get pointed when it comes to this kind of stuff because you don't like injustice either. Uh, I am going to give the press 24 hours and they these mother, father, sister, brothers better get on their high horse <laughs> and 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 start pointing the finger at Pete Parsons and Bungie because again, Paul Tassie. I may not always agree with everything that he writes. I'll be I'll be straight up with you. But I like Paul as a journalist. I kind of keep him in the same way that I keep Jez Corden, where I respect the work that they do. Same thing with Tom Henderson. Same thing with Tom from The Verge. These are journalists, folks. They get out there, and they walk the beat, and they write the stuff that sometimes isn't as popular as some of the other places. But I like the work they do. And if Paul is out here making this confirmation you got to understand he works for a big publication he could hurt himself he could hurt his image if he was if this was falsities i don't believe it is but daniel i want to get your take on this because what we have learned with uh obviously what's happening with bungie is gross but what we have just what i what what everyone has really put down and again shout out to mav and han solo and c money for dropping it like it was hot with what's going on at sony it is a, it is a barn fire at Sony Interactive Entertainment and PlayStation right now. And anyone, and I mean, I'm talking to you, PlayStation fans. Anyone that defends the shit that's going on there right now, you should be ashamed of yourself. Not a gamer, as a human being, because yes. right now, no one wants to talk about it. Everyone's walking on eggshells. The press, no one wants to say anything. But we'll let the the four the the thirteen k and change or the 2K and change, or the 1K and change, talk about it, because we're going to be like white noise. No one's going to hear us. Well, I'm going to keep talking about this, and I hope everybody on this panel keeps talking about it. But, Daniel, let's hear what you have to say. Yeah, so about specifically about, like, the media not covering it, or just... Well, no, I mean, go, t- the... take it any direction you want. First of all, the media not covering it is disgusting. But I'm talking about Sony is burning from within. We, we I just put, we put, all of us put a bunch of factoids. And, and again, if this was half happening at Xbox, everybody in their mother would be putting out article upon article. You would see GameSpot do 13 articles in a day, the same way Maybe they tweeted 23 times that they gave Starfield a seven. Yes, we gave it a seven. Look at us. 
Yeah, they they really they really did just want to cash in on those clicks, huh? Yeah, disgusting. Uh, it's the same as the IGN just reposting the Elder Scrolls Six's exclusive thing like yes. over and over again to be like, yeah. "Hey, did you know?" And everyone was like, "Yeah, like for over a year now, dude. Like we've been aware." Uh, it's it's wild. It it's one of those situations where because you're right, if this was an Xbox thing people would have been talking about it a lot more. Like we would have been hearing about it from IGN and all the big names. Um, But you look at the things that have been happening over at PlayStation, even just the last week or two. uh, And we're just not seeing that same level of coverage. Like I, I don't know if any of the big name sites covered the Connie booth thing at all. Right. Uh, The honestly, I think the biggest name that I saw talk about it uh, was probably the iron Lords. Like, yeah, they, I, and they I, had Jaffe on. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see anybody else talk about it at all. They weren't talking about it on on Podcast Beyond or on PS I Love You or anything like that. Uh, and it's weird. I do think they will talk about this one uh, because this one has been just from what I've seen more widely reported on. Um, so I hopefully they'll talk about this one. I'm sure they'll find some way to be like, oh well. It just it is what it is because they like to just kind of like brush these things under the rug a lot when it comes to PlayStation. But it's it's I don't even know how much I can blame the actual reporters or if it's the people at the top. That's what that would be my assumption is the the people at the top of these big uh, like media companies are, are afraid to lose access to all the PlayStation stuff because right now they are number one. Uh, and so they they don't want their reporters talking too negatively about you know certain brands because if they do then they lose access to those things they lose clicks about those things uh and so i think that they've sort of surrounded themselves with people who either won't or at least won't do it under their name you know what i mean uh because we've seen people like uh dustin go off and start his own channel where he's a little bit more open about stuff and uh even i am starting to see the cracks though you know what i mean like i am starting to see a lot of people starting to come out and be like, Hey, there's, there's a, a lot of weird things happening back to back. And they haven't been doing it on like the main sites, but I've been seeing them do it on Twitter a lot. Like even, even like Brian Altano, I've seen him being like, yeah, I don't know about this. Like there's some weird stuff going on. Like he was tweeting about, he was tweeting about the Spider-Man bugs. He was tweeting about uh, the Connie Booth situation. Like he's been talking about all of it, just not on podcast beyond. And I have to assume that that's because his boss's boss is like, don't do it. You're not allowed. Uh, that makes sense. So they're, they're 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 one of their biggest investments. Sixty uh, percent of their revenue comes the way of uh, of PlayStation. So yeah, yeah. So I, I I don't want this to you know turn into a situation where where people are like yelling at specific reporters uh, because I I don't even know necessarily where the fault lies for something like this. I do think that it like. I think if you're going into the comment section of something and you're yelling about it there, first of all, the people who are making these decisions are not reading those comments. Like they're just never doing that, right? They don't care. They look at the numbers of the the ad rev and that's it. And also your negative comments are just boosting engagement. So it really doesn't matter at all. Like if you really want to hurt them, just don't watch it at all. Um, like that's the, the best thing you do is just completely boycott whatever thing it is. Um, but like, I, I just don't want to see anybody like attacking specific journalists about this because it's like some of them might be at fault, but we won't know that 
we we won't be able to find out like which ones are doing it because they have like a really heavy bias and which ones are doing it because they have like two kids and they can't lose this job. You know what I mean? No, I mean, listen, you're making a great point, and I want this to be clear. No one should be attacking anyone. Are really like this is a serious problem where where people need to talk about it more. But it's at the same time, it's a situation where it's like, I don't know. I just don't want to see it turn into personal attacks or anything. Personal for, again, well, that's this a is whole not, different breed of right, yeah. Anyway, that I, 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 I think us having a conversation is incredibly yeah. different than someone attacking <clears throat> someone because they 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 defend it. First of all. If you don't put your, I'll put it to this way. Any any journalist listening, and it's highly unlikely they listen to this small show. Don't if you, if you don't want the pushback, don't put yourself out defending these 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 bad moves. Don't don't side with the conglomerate because they're buttering your bread. I mean, I understand ultimately IGN's bread is buttered, and they and they, and they can't you know they can't go against Sony. But I'm sorry to say, you you owe it to your readers. The same way that you would give it to Nintendo if they did this, or Xbox, or Valve, or any of the other studios, if Sony is doing this, they have to know that this is wrong. And I think that you owe it to your readership or your listenership, wherever you want to, however you want to uh, box it, that these kind of conversations need to be had. This is this is wrong. What's happening? And Sony right now is floundering. The place is burning from within. They're, they're they're probably leading the industry in layoffs, which is awful. And like I said, a shout out to many many of the Xbox Nation uh, 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 you know community members like Clobriel, like Idle Sloth that are out there. Say hey, listen, if you if you were affected, check over here. They're hiring here. You don't see that ever happening at the Sony's. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, uh, part of, of the conversation and shout out to many people of that are a part of these big studios that are out there. Hey, listen, folks, this is awful. We're, we're hiring here. We might be able to help. You saw that from, yeah. you, you saw that from Bethesda. You saw that from a couple of the Xbox studios. I, that's, that's what I like to see. Yeah. I think yeah. they're hiring. <laughs> Not laying off. Teams are, <clears throat> Yeah, if these other teams are laying off highly talented people, then why not have other people grab those people up? Like, if Connie Indeed. Booth is really good at her job, then yeah, she Microsoft is. or Nintendo or whoever should be like, hey, you want to do your job really good over here? <laughs> like, because we could use some help, maybe. I mean, we just bought like 15,000 people or whatever. Like, we, we might need some help managing all that. Uh, so, I don't know. There, there's a lot of situations where, like, I, I do know that a lot of the, the higher ranked people probably won't have trouble finding new jobs because they they're able to be like yeah i've worked on you know these 15 games or whatever um but i think it, it's, it's i mean alana pierce tweeted this thing out what like yesterday or two days ago or something where she was like i just don't know why any new talent would want to get into the games industry right now and that's heartbreaking to see from her because when she was working at ign her whole goal her whole dream was to write for video games and now she's finally doing it and she's there over at yeah, Sony santa monica and, and yeah, and she's she like, sure is. I don't know why anybody else would want to do this. And it's like, like, what's going on over there that is specifically making her feel like I assume it's just the layoffs, but like, I don't know, it's heartbreaking to see somebody's entire dream be like, like, if she's saying that she doesn't think other people would want to do what she's doing, then there's a certain implication of like, 
are you no longer enjoying what you're doing? Like, is there something going on over there you that could you're certainly not assume talking that. about? Or Yeah, I mean, there's the fact that maybe, maybe she's afraid. Maybe she's afraid that Possible. she could be because remember, she she's I don't know how long she's been working. I think it's a year and some change. Um, yeah, maybe, I think maybe, it, she, maybe, she came in at the end of God Ragnarok. War. It was like Ragnarok. the last. Yes. Yeah, it yes. was like the last year ish. I think she was working on that because she is in the credits of that. Um, So what what was that? That was was that last year? That was so last she would have year. Started probably sure 2021 yeah. at some point, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. maybe a year or two, uh, maybe she's concerned that, you know, obviously if you're one of the last hired, you're usually the first one to go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's the case of her to say that I didn't see that comment. Uh, that's telling. That's definitely telling because you, you're onto something. She's very passionate of what she does. I know a lot of yeah. people don't like her. I, I like Alana. I think she's phenomenal. Uh, she's a phenomenal voice in, in the community for sure. And the fact that she, you know, left IGN, she went on her own big risk. Right. People followed her. She's very, very talented in how she presents herself on camera, how she mm. uh, you know, gives opinions about the industry. That's why I follow her. That's why that's why I'm subscribed, because I like what she has to say. And then somehow or another, her talent was observed, observed by uh, Santa Monica. And that's where she works now. But for her to say that I did not see that comment, uh, that is that that is incredibly telling. Uh, I will say this, folks. Um, I, I I want to apologize if this was uh, you know as, as pictured as uh, or presented as a different episode, but I gotta say I'm so proud of the way we handled it like absolute gentlemen. We handled it like paraprofessionals. We obviously you know gave our full hours worth of thoughts and theories into you know what is happening in the industry, and then of course we got the breaking news regarding uh, Bungie, and then we went into the Sony stuff. Uh, I am going to catch up on the Super Chats. I'm going to get everyone out of here because we're closing in on the two-hour mark. Uh, Chris R. drops a very generous $5 Super Chat and says, Bungie is an example of why video game industry needs unions. And that is very, very strong of a point, Chris. Uh, Mr. Pink in the chat. Well, welcome to the program, and thank you for the outstanding generosity. He drops... A very generous five-pound super chat and says, just wishing all of you a happy Halloween, happy gaming, peace. Brother, thank you so much for the kind words. And, of course, thank you for the generosity. Highlander001 drops. Wow. Hold on a sec here. Uh, not only did he gift five additional uh, Double Barrel Gaming memberships, which is just crazy generous of you, Highlander, he drops three $5 super chats in a row, and it starts with this. When Microsoft lays off people, they give them six months of severance and a year of health care. Bungie is wrong and can F all the way off strong points. And that's, yeah, that, that's they're giving them a day of coverage. You get one day. The, one day, really? That's yeah, yeah, one day. That's what it was. It said it, said it expired on the, like the 30th. Yes. Yeah, well, because it expires the at game. the end of the month and they're being yeah. like, a, they were like, oh, what, or, yesterday? Yeah, it expires. Or? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can't believe that. If you Brad. listen, folks, you're gonna see. I changed the uh, the thumbnail. It's the bungee logo, and you know where the little blue dot is? Well, it's a piece of shit. So that's 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 the new, you'll see the new logo when I throw it up on the socials because that's what I think of uh, bungee right now. It's a, it's a smiling piece of shit uh, because well, that's what they are because that that's what they've done to real 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 life people, folks. So don't buy a helmet in bungee. Uh, I mean, in Destiny 2. Like, stop playing that game immediately. Uh, his second super chat of $5 says, a union would have helped with uh, the bungee layoffs 
I wonder if console maker allows unions, uh, right? My, right. Microsoft does. Yeah. Microsoft is one of the driving forces for acquiring uh, Activision because th those folks needed a union w back in the days. And that's why you saw all those smiles and hugs and handshakes and all those pictures when Phil and team went over and, and visited, uh, you know, uh, Activision and Blizzard and King, because these folks are now going to be under the leadership of Microsoft. And guess what, folks? They're in the top 10 of uh, the Glassdoor. And that's not that's not a feat that's easy. And and, and, oh, and or they were nominated by Time magazine just last month as the best place in the world to work. So there's something to there. Uh, Highlander's third super chat says, um, boom. I will have to wait to get Call of Duty. I took my daughter to lunch yesterday and saw a homeless vet. I got him lunch and got him a job. Be kind. Dude, that is that's beautiful. Uh, Mrs. Boom and I, uh, I, I, obviously, we put it out there in the socials that we were moving not to a new home. That hopefully happens in the next 12 to, uh, 12 to 24 months. We're saving. We're, sa we're saving for the home. Uh, we moved into a bigger storage. Uh, we donated as we always do, and I don't need to say this because I don't want anyone to, you know, and pat me on the ass. Uh, we donate to our local uh, Salvation Army, uh, and uh, we we donated a ton of stuff. I actually, what I was doing all morning was bringing the stuff over because, listen, you got to give back to this world, man. I mean, we're we're blessed beyond words, so we're always going to keep paying it forward. And uh, that was beautiful, brother. That's very kind of you to do. And I'm a veteran. Uh, I'm retired. Uh, I was I was in the Navy during Desert Storm the first time. Uh, and uh, a lot of people don't know that. I don't share that with a lot of people. But yes, I was in the United States Navy, as well as serving as a New York City police officer for 21 years. Um, Gamer by Choice drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, see money. Xbox does pay enough bribes. I mean, advertising money not to get the smoke like Sony. When Sony has issue, media closes their eyes and whistles. It doesn't. <laughs> Xbox um, doesn't pay enough. No, it doesn't. Okay, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what he meant to say. Yeah, like doesn't Sony. pay. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I, he, he left out choice, the I NT, but yeah, I, I got your game of my choice. Uh, Double X Wolverine Double X drops a very generous two dollar super chat and says, "Pulled up my chair to watch it burn." I mean, you're not you're not wrong. Feel it. Maxi Coleman drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says, "If you need a if you need a stand for your vertical and another one for your horizontal, maybe you design uh, it may, maybe you designed the console wrong. I mean, it's, you're not wrong for that because the paperclip is pretty ridiculous. And uh, lastly, Gamer by Choice, who's been a channel member, folks, for nearly fifty months. I mean, I think that's as long as I've been doing YouTube. Dude, that is just." Crazy. Thank you for the outstanding support. He says, Phil talks to the press. We do not want PlayStation to go away. We need them in gaming. Uh, turns to Sarah and Matt, finish them. <laughs> I love it. Uh, listen, let's get to the outros. Ham Solo, we'll start first with you, kind sir, because we want to yes. help build your channel. You do a lot of outstanding work, not only on your own channel. Got a chance to kind of hang out with you and your co-host your co-host uh, last night. Yeah, and obviously that was pretty cool because, like I said, I, I love love chopping it up behind the scenes when we're not actually on camera. By all means, please, let's sell your brand to the masses. We still have nearly 700 people here. Maybe they didn't hear about WS, you, you, you know, your incredible podcast, as well as who is 
Ham Solo. Sell it, man. Tell us all about you and where they can subscribe and more importantly, reach out to you on social media. So, yeah, see money if you could uh, copy and paste that brother again. I'd, I'd really appreciate it because he just he, <laughs> he shared he shared my channel just a little bit ago, which I really appreciated that. It's TSWS Gaming. That is the channel that I specifically have with my partner in crime, Loke 7, which uh, Mr. Boomstick was helping us uh set up our stream yard yesterday because we uh are moving from obs to Streamyard because i'm using the funds that people have been giving me nice. to make my channel better because that's Beautiful. what you're supposed to do yes. with the funds you're not supposed to just run around go to best buy and buy all the games and stuff like that so i want to make a better experience for everybody else as well so i decided to do that but um but but yeah i've had some freaking awesome shows i do behind them sticks every thursday with various people within the community um i i've had like like seamus blackley on i've had dude yeah talk about i've that. had you yeah. on mab i actually just last week i had c money on i'd love to get daniel on as well at some point down the line um just this last week on bull sitting which is my friday panel show i know it's a goofy name bull sitting because we're all you know we're all bullshit but um but but we're having a good time talking about gaming um <laughs> um but this this last week i had a the biggest guest i ever had i already said his name just a moment ago but i had seamus blackley come on our panel and That's talk crazy. about xbox gaming crazy. playstation um and, and, and how they're kind of moving and how he kind of sees the industry he even talked a little bit about Sarah Bond and and, and all of that good stuff. But um, I'm I'm going to be having Jez come on here soon. This nice. Thursday is Dreadpool um, for Behind Them Sticks. We're moving really well, and I really appreciate you, Boom, for, for 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 reaching out and having me on this show now multiple times, but also being available to help a brother out to you know get him where he needs to be. And I My definitely pleasure, use brother. some of your suggestions because they were dynamite and Thank we're going to make sure to uh, provide a fantastic show for those that decide to come watch us. So go on ahead, go on ahead and come subscribe to TSWS gaming. It's free. We don't charge nothing, but we do have a membership. If you decide that you want to do something like that, that just starts at $2. Nice. nice. Well, listen, so brother, it's always, it's it, listen, I've always come to the realization, and I go all the way back to my my days on Crossfire. I reached out to Mooch, and I said, "Hey, you know, I used to listen to the show. I didn't always agree with them, but I listened to the shows where my I didn't even know YouTube was exist that existed. People say go to YouTube, like what? That's for kids. And I found out that they had these amazing content creators like Dealer and Randall Thor and Colt Eastwood, and, and and the list just goes on and on, right? So I started listening, I started watching. I reached out to Mooch and I said, listen, you ever have any community members come on? He goes, yeah, you come on the show. And after three appearances, he asked me to be a, a panel member. And I my, 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 my bucket list was checked off, right? I always promised myself that if I ever launched my own channel, I would always pay it forward and help whoever needed it. And that's why Ham Solo, when you reached out yesterday, is my absolute pleasure to help you and your co-host. Because obviously, and, it's, it, and shout out to your co-host, man. I, I didn't even know I wasn't following that dude uh and now i am so yeah, he really else lives to... out in africa i always make fun of and him he say lives that he out lives in, in africa Texas. which is pretty freaking awesome yeah um I, I i hate to do this boom but i got a jet set because we're going to be starting our show within go the do next you think, like, brother. five thanks ten again minutes for stopping by but yes, yeah go take care of business all right, all right brother, brother. We'll talk. thank you so much all right. peace out
Uh, Mav, let's let, let's sell your brand, brother. Uh, you uh, do, like, like Ham Solo, a lot of shows. One of my favorite is at PM and the PM. That's this Thursday with not only yourself, but, of course, Pong. Talk about it, brother. Sell the brand. Tell people where they can check out your incredible content over at the Mav Universe. And more importantly, where can people follow you on social media? Yeah, thanks for letting me hop in, Boom. Uh, great hanging out with all the rest of the panel here uh if you want to check out what we got going just uh search up fun speculation on youtube and we have four shows mondays and tuesday tuesdays we usually have a show but due to halloween and family stuff uh yep. not doing that uh tonight uh but you're right thursday is pm and the pm with pong soul and i and that's at 7 p.m eastern time and then we'll be back friday for xbox ultimate podcast at 10 p.m eastern time but I am going to stream uh, today during the day just because I have some time here uh, kind of chilling today, relaxing on Halloween. So uh, nice. probably in the next hour or so, I'm going to stream and have some fun and uh, play some Forza or something. So come hang out uh, yeah, if you want to watch that. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, but yeah, thanks again, everybody. The chat was amazing as well. Boom. Congrats again on all your continued growth. And uh, you, shout out to you for all your amazing support in the community and everything you do, bro. Well, appreciate appreciate the kind words. And uh, if you if you saw, folks, uh, before we get to see money, uh, if you saw my thing on Twitter, uh, you you know, obviously know that there is a white uh, 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 controller in the form of Starfield, right? You know this one. Well, I bought uh, an actual cover off of Amazon. I sent the link out there. It's sixteen bucks. I changed it. They have it in black. So now I have ebony and ivory, and it looks dope. I'll I'll go get right. it in a second. It's gotta be. It's right here. Yes. You know what? I'll get it while I see money. By all means, brother, sell your brand. Uh, talk about your very unique, very incredible, very engaging podcast that you do, not only with yourself, but you do it with your uh, with the missus is a part of the conversation. Your son is a part of the conversation. It's a very, very unique and fun podcast that you need to check out each and every week. Brother, sell the brand and tell everyone what they can reach out to you on social media absolutely absolutely well first of all boom thanks again for having me mav good chopping up with you again man you, bro. Dan, same thing bro good to good to rock with you guys um i'll write on the screen there you see on twitter you can follow me at c money forever uh it's right there beneath me so you can do that um as far as our channel yeah we have a channel it's called on point for gamers um we do four shows a week oh wait that is dope the Starfield in black, that's pretty damn cool. Yeah, 16 like bucks, that. dude. And you know what? This I never took a part of a controller before. They give you all the tools. 16 bucks, you get the screwdriver, you get the little thing to pry it off. And I changed it in five minutes. That's awesome. I bought I bought that's I bought a, a carbon black, you know, to keep everything the same unison, and, and I I changed the cover. So now I have two Starfield controllers, which is dope. That's sick. <laughs> that's sick. That's super dope. That's super dope. Um but yeah, so on point four gamers, we have four shows um, a week um, that we do. Uh, we start the week off on Mondays with Morning Quest with Doodle and See Money. That's the show that I do with my wife. Um, and, you know, we just start the week off, right? It's at 9 a.m. Eastern time. You know, talk gaming, have a good time. Um, Tuesdays is typically our her, him, and a guest show night. Um, but because of Halloween, we did not yeah. do it today. We actually did it yesterday. Uh, and we had Doom Cutie on. Oh, that's not, that yeah, that's great right. episode. Yeah, uh, got really deep, really like emotional at times. Like it was pretty, 
it was pretty dope. It definitely, definitely worth checking out if you haven't. Um, but normally it's on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, then we have our gaming podcast on point, the gaming podcast, nice and simple. Uh, that's on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern time. That's the show that we do with my myself, Doodle, my wife, and my son, Madman. Um, my eldest son, my man, he comes out and we, uh, we have a good time. So we're going to have a lot to talk about this week. So definitely, Indeed. definitely stop. in. it's going to be a fun time. It's going to get spicy. We do tend to get spicy. Um, so definitely come. That's going to be fun. Uh, and then we end the week on Fridays, uh, with on point anime and beyond where we talk anime, TV, movies, uh, you know, really anything pop culture that we want to. Um, and that's at 6 PM Eastern time on Fridays. Nice. And that's it, guys. We would love for you to come stop by and check us out. You know, we're we're almost at eleven thousand one hundred. We're getting to that that one, that dot love one. It. So, uh, definitely would love for you guys to come check us out. I did just drop the link into the chat. Um, we definitely appreciate the subs, man. We would love it. Come hang well, with. Appreciate the chat you us. being a part of this show, brother. And of course, love what Absolutely. you guys and I love you and the misses are doing on your own on your own shows with the content. Uh, the block party thing was dope. Uh, that was that's something you guys got to keep doing. Oh, oh. Uh, I love that. Wait, let me let me say this. I completely forgot. Thank you for saying that because that's the thing we're doing at the end of every month. So the end. Yeah, talk about it. Talk about the it. block party, you guys. If you didn't, that was our last show we did. It was phenomenal. We had King David. We had our boy right above us, Mav. We had uh, Retri. We had Gaming Forte, and we had Crazy Louie Gaming. It was a fun night. Um, Mav did not win the game show. Thanks, that we thanks had. for reminding me, bro. Just gotta, gotta make sure so I, I feel like you gotta prepare better for these games. No, not only did it, I right? not win, I came in last. I ended up with negative points, and I was the only yeah, one. It was like to, negative score. Yeah. So, like, you were, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that was it's it's really fun. It was it was a great episode. Definitely, if you haven't done it, check it out. But if you didn't hear yesterday, we also announced we're doing another new show kind of variant. Um, you know, we have a lot of people who, who are in our chat and we hang out with them. We love, love the community we're kind of building. And, you know, we wanted to make it where, um, once a month we're going to do, uh, basically a community episode of our gaming podcast. So on the second, uh, Thursday of the month, um, we'll have some community members who normally are in the chat, come on in and just, you know talk gaming with us have a great time you know some of them have channels um that we want to uh Promote. help you know just like yeah. boom helped us you know we definitely want to be able to pay it forward um and yeah just awesome. have a good time man so that's actually going to be so not this thursday Next but the thursday. following thursday will be our first episode of our community blowout gaming podcast so awesome brother. well look we look forward to it well. the, again the work you got you guys are doing is fantastic Shout out to uh, Jaral TV. Says Jashant uh, is out on Game Pass. I want to play that. That looks really good. That's the rock that climbing looks game. Really good. That looks show. phenomenal. Uh, shout out again uh, to uh, Boss Mod Lethal Papa, who does the work of the gaming gods, walking silently and carrying a very big band stick, as you know. And that's why this chat is so good because he keeps all the a holes away. Uh, but listen, Daniel, let's get you on out of here, brother. Thank you so much for joining us. We missed you last week glad to have you back with your insight as we always do by all means sell your brand tell everyone where they can find some of the best uh both live i mean you you do live content obviously 
yeah. you know, on, on Thursdays. I want you to talk about the fix, but I also want to talk about your channel and how people can go and check out some of the best long and short content when it comes to the DCEU. Talk about it. Yeah, thank you very much. So you can find me on Twitter, of course, at Daniel J. McGee or at my personal YouTube channel of Daniel McGee. Uh, or on The Fix every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, the best show on Thursday nights. Fight me. <laughs> See, money's going to have to come and take the title from us. Uh, <laughs> I love it. What? What uh, happened? Say it again. I didn't hear it. Say it one more time. I'm starting a feud with you. <laughs> no, no, he said that uh, The Fix is the best place for uh, anything and everything gaming on Thursday evenings, and he said that you're going to have to come take the title from You're going to have to go fight oh, us for it. It's just what what people need to realize is just one long <laughs> podcast. All right. It starts yeah. at five, ends at 11. You know what I'm saying? That's, true, just, that's, true, that's true. it. You're good. No, we're fighting. I love it. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, over on my YouTube channel, we're talking about uh, everything video games and pop culture, uh, provided that I find the time and the energy to do it, which unfortunately has been at an all-time low lately. So I don't know. I've got a bunch of things in the works uh, that should be going up soon. Starfield Review uh, reached out to a friend of mine to see if he wanted to do a spoiler cast for Spider-Man. So we got we got a lot of, a lot of spinning plates. Let's nice. see which ones fall and which ones come out. <laughs> well, listen, brother, it's great to have you back. Uh, and a big shout out to everyone that jumped jump, jumped on. Obviously, Mav, big big shout out to you for jumping. One of the first ones to jump on. Shout out to Kaysante. Shout out to Ham Solo for seeing that I was sinking rather than swimming. And uh, folks, a big thank you to all of the outstanding super chats. Obviously, you're going to see it how we reinvest into the community this Friday on the new episode of Breakfast of Boom. We're giving away five hundred dollars. Uh, which is 10, equivalent to 10 $50 gift cards. And we use a picker uh, uh, courtesy of StreamYards. So it's we're going to do a, there's going to be a special hashtag you're going to put in the chat. And if you're picked, regardless of where you are in the world, you will win that prize. Uh, and of course, we can't do that without the channel memberships, without the super chats, because what we do is we do reinvest into the channel with programs, with better lighting, with better mics, with better cameras, and as well, and more so, giving back to the community as we've done with Boom's Birthday Bash, and now we're going to do it again with Mrs. Boom's Birthday Bash this Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's incredibly important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you, and that's something that my dad taught us when he, when we, something when we were kids, and he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated, and also, it doesn't cost anything. To be nice, you live by those rules, Craig. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. Yeah.